I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, tell me five things you hate about Jimmy Stewart right now. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart? I got nothing against him. Oh, uh, you suck. All right. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Film. We are, I am, up in Massachusetts. Dave and Justin are not here. I am instead with my uh, my cousin. He's a horror rock star, and that is Eric. Hello, oh. people. Yeah, say hi to the nice people. <laughs> my name is Eric. My name is Eric. You may have heard me in past episodes. Like I have episode, been in other episodes. Yeah, three other not. episodes, right? Yeah. I was telling There's you, it's four. like uh, I think the only other guest that's been on there uh, uh, less than you, I guess, would be, or even a repeat guest, I think, was our, our, our buddy Bob. I think he was been on two pods. So. Cool. Honored to be here. Yeah, Dave and Justin are slackers. They could have made the trip up. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't stop them. You know, they didn't ask. So. Didn't want to come up. That's cool. <laughs> I, said, I don't take that personally. I said, we'll do some horror movies for you. I, that's what I love about uh, coming up here. It's always after uh, Halloween, and it's like that one-two punch. You're like, oh, man, Halloween's over. We can't talk horror movies anymore? Well, screw that yeah. shit. This is fascinating with films. We'll we do, do what we want. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and we do it well. Yeah. So we've been uh, hanging out all day at uh, Eric's shop. He's got a great uh, toy store, gaming store in eastern Massachusetts. Land of Electronics. Land of Electronics. Follow us on Facebook, it, Land of Electronics, Southeastern. Damn right. The best toy shop around. Give that shameless plug, man. Give it. Absolutely. We need all we can get. (laughs) We love all of our customers. We have the coolest shop around. It really is one of the coolest shops. If you like 80s, 90s nostalgia, I mean, this is the shop This was my shop. If I walked in the shop when I was a kid... I would have slept there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would have never left. I would. They would have gotten sick of us exactly, uh, coming exactly. over and over it, again. We, we might not have spent money there like a lot of people can't, but yeah. you walk in. Your stuff's like reasonably a priced, though. It is. Then it again, is. back in the day, those video games would not be available at the price exactly, that they are. Exactly. I remember paying, I specifically remember paying $45 for Goonies 2 at that crappy uh, video store that was across the street from Video Junction. Video yeah, Mania, um, or maybe not, it wasn't Mania. It wasn't Mania, it was, video it was uh, something. Video Village. Video Village, yeah, yeah. yeah. Guys were assholes there. Oh, I remember yeah, when assholes. I bought it, he was like, you know you can't return this, right? I yeah. Said, yeah, I know. I oh, play, he said it every I time. It. Yeah. I bought Mega Man there. That yeah. was the first Nintendo game I ever bought with my own money. Yeah. And uh, it was either that or Castlevania, and I, I went back and forth. I should have got Castlevania. Yeah. But I got Mega Man. That was the first game I ever bought. It was there. Yeah. And you got a lot of great DVDs, too, Getting bringing us back to movies. I picked out, even when I had, have gone through his exact uh, stock three or four oh. times before, yeah. like yeah. fully, I still was able to pull out 48 movies out of there. Yeah, that's and ridiculous. probably tomorrow I'll probably even go deeper and pull out another <laughs> 10 or 15. Because Absolutely, go to town. Yeah. Uh, help, some help good ones, some, too. Uh, really good ones. I saw ones. some of them. I didn't realize of, uh, they were back there. A lot of horror movies, too. Mm-hmm. Amityville 3D, man. Yep. I have one and two. I never. Uh, I don't think I've ever even seen 3D. Uh, I've seen 3D on like sci-fi yep. years ago. It was, it was good. It was different. There's not many 3D horror movies out there. No, I mean, what, not. Jaws 3... 3D uh, and Friday, Friday 13th, 13th obviously. Three, um, uh, and it's all the threes. They really worked that out. Yeah. They wanted definitely. to be clever. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> but that was back when they saves on, saves on printing, too. Because the three and the D. <laughs> Don't put another uh, thing in there. Yeah. See, I was able to pull a lot of good movies out there. You got a huge stock of movies there. Yeah. And if you're really into movies, and like, I would pull even more out if I didn't already own 1700 uh dvds but if you're looking to stock up on some old hard to find movies that's the place to go mm-hmm. because and he's basically giving them away now yep. because it's just taken over 1700 yeah you won't even take uh like 
you'll only take like horror and wrestling, right? At this point, it's horror, wrestling, and um, conscious. It's stuff. weird that those are the those are the three biggies. And even wrestling doesn't really sell anymore. Really, it's, it's Marvel more than wrestling. Yep, Marvel. but I, I would still take wrestling. Marvel always. I mean, the news. Yeah, you would probably take Marvel too, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, that stuff goes quick. Yeah, I would it does. imagine it does. And we, we still I take saw Blu-rays. a few Marvels there, but it's the ones that are really mass produced, like yeah. Iron Man. Everyone, yeah. Iron Man's everywhere, and all yeah. those, Fantastic all those Four. damn Batman's. Yeah, everywhere I go, Dark you, Knight. Yeah, uh, well, even Rises because Rises sucked. At least, at least people Ugh. wanted to uh, own Dark Knight. You know? I don't know what the hell Bane was saying half the movie. No, I thought it was horrible. I, I didn't like it. At I, all. I didn't like it's it. T- I haven't t- seen it since t- the theater. Uh, Tom, with Tom Hardy. Yep, Tom Hardy. Yeah, and then he came back in Mad Max though. Yeah. Oh, I love Tom Hardy. Yeah. yeah. Bronson, you ever seen Bronson? That was a crazy movie where he no. was like this uh, real life Australian like uh, uh, brawler who was in prison, and it hmm. just showed his like crazy life. And this was one of the first Tom Hardy movies uh, that he had done. Hmm. I've heard of it. Yeah. Now Tom Hardy, what did uh, Dunkirk? That's another great. Movie, right, I've Tom heard of Dunkirk. Yeah. It's a war movie. I don't yeah. really give it too really much good. time. You don't. I, uh, you're not a war movie fan, huh? Dude, I'm lucky if I watch two movies a week. So if you're I, going to watch. You're it's going to watch horror, horror or Marvel right now. Yeah. I'm still behind Marvel. Yeah, you haven't. Have you watched uh, Captain Marvel? No, I haven't seen I Captain Marvel. See that one. I've seen oh, it's game. good, man. It's funny. It it's looks really all right. Good. I just don't the time for it. I, yeah. I haven't seen Black Panther. Black Panther's awesome. But I haven't seen the new Spider-Man, which I I've had. That's for really good. A too. month. Yeah. You like the first Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. I yeah. like that, that scene with Michael Keaton. They don't go wrong with Marvel. They really take uh, really great care with their scripts and everything. So right, I, right. they've kind of got it down. It's DC that you got to be concerned about. Oh, but God. I'm telling you, with the Joker, the Joker's taking it to the next I've, level. I've heard that. They've really set the bar super, yep. super high. Yeah, it, de- so. it seems like that, and Joaquin looks like he's going to... Oh, he'll he'll definitely win the Oscar. There's no really? there's no way he's not going to win the Oscar. Mm-hmm. The only person and me we've talked about this on a couple pods earlier. The only person I believe that's even going to give him a run for his money is Adam Sandler for the Uncut Gems. Have you seen that trailer yet? Nope. I'll show it to you later on. He mm-hmm. is. It comes out around. I think it comes out on Christmas, and he just plays this shady jeweler in Boston. Uh, you trying to get on the pod? Rima, come on. <laughs> yeah, we got Eric. Eric's uh, cat, Rima. We're kind of in a in her space right now so yeah, yeah. we're gonna have to deal with her she's uh she just turned 18 nice. uh, in july so she... wishing her many more <laughs> she's a crab uh character. yeah so i'll show you the trailer for uncut gems it's gonna cool. be, it's gonna be great uh but what well, today we are going to deal obviously with horror because we're in the horror house here with tons of <laughs> more horror toys and trinkets and like really cool stuff you got in your house probably from like Anything you ever see horror at, like flea mm-hmm. markets and stuff, it's, mm-hmm. it's got to be. If I see it, it's a reasonable price I buy. Yeah, it. a lot of Godzilla, a lot of uh, Jason, Michael Myers, yep. aliens. Is that what you'd say? You'd say Godzilla is probably the Godzilla. If you had Hulk. to break Godzilla down Godzilla and Hulk, Godzilla and Hulk is like your big thing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I get a whole shelf of it in the other room, but yeah, yeah. Godzilla and Hulk, then. Uh, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Certainly. Halloween. There's a cool scream figure up in the corner there. A lot of uh, House of a Thousand Corpses type stuff. Yep. yep. Yeah. I, a, I just got a Sid Haig uh, autograph up there. Nice. That's a good one. Really cool. Absolutely. So this is the perfect place to do it. So I don't... What were our past topics? We did a Friday the 13th pod. Yep. The uh, 80s horror? 80s horror, it? 90s horror. Yep. And then I, and that was it, right? Those yeah, four. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now we're doing horror sequels, and this is a great wait, wait, man. Wait, wait, we're doing, we're doing horror, horror sequels. sequels? I, I hate to like uh, bust oh. out with you at the last minute, but whatever. I think we're doing we'll, we'll put it up there. We are we are 
sipping the whiskey a little bit here, Dave would be proud. It is, it is a little whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> so, little, so, little if you, so if you, yeah, here. Welcome back. And if you hear me make that uh, that crazy, nasty whiskey noise, you'll always know when I take a sip because I'm not as trained as, as Eric. No, nope, I just right. smile. I, I just called smile you an alcoholic, I whatever. Just, <laughs> I like, oh, yeah, I rough. like the good stuff. It's rough. It's good, but it's rough. <laughs> I have the night off, so whatever. <laughs> I, yeah, we don't re- we don't record many nighttime pods either. We're always oh, really? doing it early in the day because everyone's got work or they got other stuff going on. So we almost always record at 10 a.m. in the morning, and you'll hear a random chicken or mule in the backyard because of Dave's farm. Now we got mm-hmm. remote mm-hmm. cat, so that's cool. Absolutely. <laughs> or Paul drinking the whiskey. It's almost like a farm animal noise. Yeah. So there are so many different horror sequels I could go on this because being a horror fan, you almost expect there to be a sequel. Yeah. It, yeah. You know? I mean, if it's a good series, even if it's a bad series, really, it, it's almost shocking when a when a horror movie comes out and there aren't sequels Absolutely. to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I think I went... I have one seventies movie and some eighties and a nineties movie on here. Mm. Do you have anything like super modern on yours, like uh, post two thousand? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one, and there are really good ones. Those are a lot of ones that every time I see, usually I gotta wait to see if the buzz is on it because there's so many like uh, uh, cheap and cheesy horror movies oh, that God, are yeah. that are done. And sometimes I hear about really good ones that I haven't seen yet. Like I haven't seen that. Uh, have you seen that Happy? Death Day or the the one with the baby face killer? I haven't seen the first one. Uh, you've seen the second one? No, no. Oh, okay, yeah, the first seen... and the second. It's like that's the one that's like Groundhog's Day. It's yeah, exactly yeah. like Groundhog's yeah, yeah. Day. Yeah, the same day. She over. Kill, yeah. she has to die everyone to figure out who kills her, which is an ingenious idea. I yep. kick myself for not thinking about it myself. <laughs> but it's got a. I guess it helps, or it, I guess in a pitch meeting it would be great. I'd be like, you seen Groundhog's Day? Boom! With a death. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> We're gonna make it a horror movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Bear, where do I give you the money? Yeah, yep. <laughs> here's the satchel. <laughs> but yeah, I've always loved, and usually for me, I mean, I I guess I'd say it's different with depending on the series it is, because there is that thing with horror movies that the longer they go, the worse they're gonna get. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Except for the Friday Thirteenth, you know, the Friday Thirteenth yeah. don't really fall into that mold. You no, know? They, they always c- find some entertainment there, and you're yep. always. At least up you until eight. Up <laughs> I'll still watch it. But now the ingenious thing is to do a, uh, you know, a remake or a prequel, which I'm cool yeah. with. I, yeah. I like. It's kind of a workaway around a sequel. Exactly. It's, it's a sequel. It's full sequel. Yeah. You're, you're taking the franchise. You're right. kind of. Uh, we're still gonna call you Friday Thirteenth Part Fourteen <laughs> yeah. when you finally emerge. We're gonna still use your characters, yes. but yes. we're gonna do something else with it. And they've obviously they've done that with Halloween. They do it with everything, yeah. really. I just heard today that they were gonna bring the Scream franchise back. Which it's surprising they haven't done it yet. I mean, yeah. it makes sense that they would want to do that. Definitely, definitely. Uh, they had what four su- successful movies. Yeah, so we were all like kind of running up yeah. there to see them. I Except love the, the first one. I like the first two. Uh, I the first two ones are. Right. I just like the um, all the people that were in the third one, and it had kind of a fun feel to it. It did have a fun feel. I saw it in the theater. I think I, I like one the best, and two. I definitely like one can take the best. Two, I have fond memories of it because that's uh, one of the movies that was the most screaming I've ever heard in a theater in my okay. life All when right. I went there. Oh, yeah. People were freaking out. On, it was like opening too. night. It was teenagers like crazy who just want to go there to get their asses scared. And a right. lot of people aren't uh, aren't trained. Uh, any jump out is going to make them kind of freak out and scream. So. <laughs> True. I remember seeing uh, me and my wife. My wife's only been to one movie with me. I've been with her for 10 years. Really? She's been to one movie. Oh. And it was uh, Paranormal Activity two, and I haven't seen any of those. During oh, they were good. The first three were great. I like. I've been told that. I thought they were very clever how they 
did the sequels. It wasn't like, oh, here's the same shit. They had a connection to it, which was really good. And number three had a connection that you didn't see coming, but you probably should have, or maybe it was just me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we went and saw number two in the theater, and we saw um, three people leave the theater. Two people run out of the theater, tripping over each other. One hitting the back of the heels of the person in front of her, and they both fell to the ground because they were trying to get out of the theater that quick. And I've never seen that before. Wow. It was crazy. That's insane. It, it certainly wasn't warranted because <laughs> it wasn't anything that scary on screen, but it's just for some reason, and that's the reason I think we all love horror movies, is everyone reacts differently to it. We can see something horrific, and you've probably seen everything on film, but there's probably still stuff that come out that you're like, holy shit, I haven't oh, yeah. seen that before. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. happens once in a while. And unfortunately, me and Justin have talked about it earlier in the uh, year that this year seems like the year of the head explosion. <laughs> okay. Like heads being just completely stomped out. There was a, a, a crazy scene in Midsommar with that. And there's a, a, another, uh, we think of like Brightburn where they just yep. like explode that. Yeah, uh, I was just going to say that everything. movie. Yeah. yeah. Brightburn, it's, it's an interesting flick. We were talking about it earlier and we haven't, I know we'll probably hit on this in our best of 2019 pod. Uh, <laughs> so I won't go too far into it, but <laughs> it really is a balls out horror movie. Absolutely. I mean, it, I mean, it, I went into it thinking uh, superhero. Yeah, it's superhero. Movie. I didn't see too much on it. I heard and, it was uh, a dark superhero. Yeah, movie, yeah. And that's but all. But how day, dark? I mean, yeah. When you when you sit back and think of that movie the night after or that night, and you're like, ooh. After every, there was like three key death scenes, if not four or five. There's, four. There's at least four. There's at least four that leave an impression. Yeah. <laughs> on but the you last for one sure. I was talking about last night, um, where he drops. Yeah. And then just waits for the the. The end the <laughs> thing it's to like, happen. Holy crap! <laughs> I mean, that that's the most stupid description of anything. I'm sorry to say that, but <laughs> I was trying to be spoiler free. I don't. Possible. Yeah, I don't want to be the jerk. So watch it, and you'll know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. the scene in the car on the street was. Uh, yeah, that's oh, just man. God, Badger. I was trying to think of him the other day. It was bad. The guy who played Badger on okay. Breaking Bad. Yep, yep. And uh, he was incredible. And something yeah. something happens to him that just it was jaw dropping. I'll, yeah. th- I'll just say that. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was shocked. Say. Yeah, <laughs> it was good though. So that definitely could, and it's weird how movies obviously kind of cross genres. But yeah, you don't see superhero horror, you know. And I would be completely all for that being a genre that people tackle more. Mm-hmm. You know, is superhero horror. Yeah, why not? Like, there are so many what, superheroes. What if, that... what if the superhero went wrong? Yeah. Or didn't have the guidance. Or just or, you just follow the villain. Or just an asshole. <laughs> I mean, Joker was, uh, it was pretty mild. You know, a lot of it was psychological and stuff. It right. wasn't overt like uh, Brightburn. But there are certainly movies like the new Morbius movie that's supposed to come out that Jared uh, Leto is in. Uh, it, it might be really horrific if they do it right. I know they're going to do Blade again. They can uh, always nail Blade. Uh, I consider they're them, doing a Morbius. Uh, yeah, you didn't hear about that. Yeah, Morbius with Jared Leto, and he's actually pretty perfect for that role. He he looks like he could be a vampire, so I'm all for that. And for the new Blade movie, I loved, and I almost put it on this my list here. I love Blade Two. Blade Two was a friggin' amazing man. That was the Glamour del Toro, the Pan's I, Labyrinth yep, guy. Yep, I remember. Uh, I remember when those. Vampires open their mouth mm-hmm. like that. Oh and, yeah, the first time he's like, man. "Oh shit, what the hell?" And that was that that main vampire was the guy that Guillermo used in Hellboy Two, the Golden Army. He was the the I prince. Didn't see that one. Oh man, that was the one to check out, man. Yeah, the first one just kind of lost. The first me. one wasn't that great. The second one was next level. That was one of those occasions where, and we'll probably do a pod of this someday, where the sequel is better than the original. Mm-hmm. That was completely that case in my in my opinion. Hellboy Two 
destroyed Hellboy uh, 1. Hmm. It really did. Okay. I'll, but I'll I'm wondering if any of these on my list could beat the the original. One of them did, in my opinion. Mine did. Uh, one of them did. Yep. Actually, maybe even two of them did. Uh, two of mine These did. are good. These are great two friggin' movies here. I say so. we get right into it, man. Why don't you Why don't you start off? Give us like one of yours. All right, and we'll go into it. I I'm go I'm also going in blind here. I don't know. Eric loves to surprise me at the last yep, minute. Test absolutely. my test my knowledge here. So let's do it. All right. Fire thirteenth part nine. Wait 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 wait. Let's hold the pod. You're picking. No. All right. No, no. <laughs> Devil's Rejects. That would have been clever to uh, to do, though, because we had both seen it, it and, and were yeah, equally and it shocked sucked, and disappointed. It sucked all sorts of ass. Devil's Rejects, <laughs> Dude, 2005. Uh, before you go into that, uh, I don't know if you heard our Halloween pod. I no. picked a scene when was the it was the round that we did with sex in horror movies. Mm-hmm. I picked a horror scene from Friday 13th Part 9. The uh, tent, the tent scene. Yeah, that's it was a great, great say, kill. Say what you will great about kill. Friday the 13th Part Nine. That yeah. was probably on the top five death Kills scenes ever of, for of, him. Yeah, he split her right in half. Yeah, it was and insane. The, the, and they showed two it different completely versions. on camera. There's two different versions. Oh, really? There's one that's uh, hacked, and they just show him go through. And, oh, I got the real version. Uh, oh, he goes all the way. Oh, yeah, and that's that's brutal. Yeah. And it looks real. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. looked oh, really yeah. good. Yeah, that when time I saw period, the theater, I'm like, holy shit, what did I just say? This whole movie was worth this. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but <laughs> it was that death scene was worth saying. That did keep us from arguing that they took yes. our money. Yes. All right, so you said Devil's Rejects, man. Yep. Uh, great fucking flick here, man. Yeah, and it, it took me a while to warm up to it because for a while there, you know, when you go into it, you're expecting House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, and, and it, it was not. It was not. It's there definitely was, there not. was no uh, darkness really to it except for the characters. There yeah. was no um, backlay of of, of Doctor Satan or a house. Yeah, they. The house was taken apart in the beginning, and we're on the road now. Now, tell me this, because I had recently watched uh, Three to Hell, and I'm sure we'll t- yeah. we'll touch on that here as well. But did they go into in House of a Thousand Corpses? Did they ever go into the fact that Spalding was her dad or their dad, or was um, that was might, that created in Devil's Rejects? No, it was, it was Devil's Rejects. Yeah, they they might have mentioned like I think we had a, an idea what the mother firefly was yeah and she was a you know hussy and she yeah, was yeah. All i mean it makes sense that uh the captain spaulding character would be that i just when you watch house of a thousand corpses it's the last thing you think of you just think it's some other per- crazy person in town oh yeah 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 that you were surprised at the end that was actually connected in the car. with them yeah, yeah yeah he was in the car because y- watching spaulding and uh shout out to the uh uh to the great uh rest in uh, peace uh, yeah mr Haig. Uh, yeah sid Haig, man and uh he played that. I loved him in those first two flicks. Man. Oh yeah, him yeah, the, having sex with the girl in, uh, in the Devil's Rejects one, in the beginning yeah. is is so great for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> that turns might be on, one of my favorite sex scenes. It turns on a dime pretty quick if, <laughs> if you haven't seen it. You gotta it see does. That. I was I was in a theater watching that, and I remember the father and son getting up just at that scene. Everything before that was okay, but seeing him uh, with with a giant woman in the, in the bed that was too much. Oh, it was hilarious! Yeah, it was great. <laughs> you saw this in the theater? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw it in the theater first day, too. It was really good. The first showing. I was also because you were immediately a house for the, but because we both were big Rob Zombie fans. Yep. Anyways, you know oh, yeah, we loved yeah. his music, music, we loved yep. his artwork. He, he's right. always been around, you know. Yeah. So when I had heard, and this was like his first movie, right? Was this yeah. his first? Yeah. yeah this yeah. is like what kicked it off, and we we won't 
tell fairy tales like every one of his movies is great because they're not you know they're no, hit and miss no. most people aren't not, not everyone is scorsese exactly uh, or well, even scorsese spielberg. Put, yeah even him out. he's got and a couple spielberg too yeah even everyone them puts him out um, and he's got a, a limited run of what he's put out and yeah once once in a while he's gonna he's gonna have a, a whiff he's gonna have a stinker yeah everyone yeah. has to have their always movie yep. which i actually bought today so i can't rip it too hard what is it <laughs> always by oh, okay. the steven uh, spielberg yep. movie yep. yeah okay. uh, is that awful it's, it's widely known as one of his worst. At, le- uh, at least I thought it was I thought all right. It was pretty good. Yeah, that was the yeah. one where Richard Dreyfuss was I, like the ghost and everything. I forgot all yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah, it was not bad. Huh. John, you found that in the back room? Yeah, back room, man. Yeah, so wow. sorry, it's on mine yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, so you still got two nights here though. Devil's Rejects. What was? What did you like most about Devil's Rejects? Um, because it had a different flow to it. You know. Yeah, it was them kind of on the defensive rather than just having people come in and um and. Into their house. Yeah. Into their, their because spider that, web. That first one web. obviously was a a ripoff in a way. And the ripoff sounds mean. Just an homage. There you go. I think that's what people who rip shit off say. Homage. Yeah. <laughs> it was an homage <laughs> to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I mean, it's hard oh, yeah. not to make oh, those no, parallels. Yes, yes. I think that's why people like Devil's Rejects because that was kind of its own thing. And that, all right, now you're showing us what you can do when you're coming up with your own uh, kind of inventive idea on mm-hmm. your own. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it was a little comparative to a, a few flicks here, but not as overt as Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah. It was it was definitely right there. And it had some difficult scenes, man. I, yeah. This coming from a guy who grew up with Terry from Three's Company. And when I, oh, when I saw yeah. Terry with Three's Company, because he kind of repeated this element in Three to Hell, that whole, I will kind of kidnap these like a sweet innocent yeah. unsuspecting couple or yeah. family yeah and that's what was difficult to me the idea that him trying to embarrass and belittle mm-hmm. them in front of their other and yes yes the other family members that are not used to being it was so like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a god complex yeah thing he, and you I, can't do anything you can't say anything no. you have to kind of go Take along what he gives you just because you're hoping that you aren't might killed. get out, yeah, yeah, you might get out. You might not be ripped apart by this, yeah, sinister and individual. You, and they were classic nihilists. They oh, don't God, give a, yeah. not only no, did they no. not give a shit, but yeah. they really enjoyed it. Yeah, you're really fucked no matter what, but you just don't know it. Yeah, and I always love Bill Mosley. You just recently met Bill Mosley. I met Bill at uh, Rock and Shock in Worcester. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's day. one of those great horror cons, man. Yeah. I have not, I've been to many ho- comic cons, yep. but I've never been to a horror con, and that seems like it's right up freaking my alley. It man. was all kind of last second. It was, yeah. it was unbelievable. And those guys don't charge guys. like an insane amount for their autographs and their photos. I mean, it, it's, it's pricey still, but it's not like. No, it wasn't bad. Uh, Norman Reedus charges over $100 for an autograph. For an autograph. I, Everyone and there was fifty. Usually, an autograph and a photo. Uh, Shatner is like one hundred and twenty. Everyone there was fifty dollars for an autograph or under, except for um, uh, Campbell. I think was a hundred bucks. I am so not into the autographs. I am so much more a picture guy. Picture guy. And why would you not have a photo and a, and a right. talk with them? You know, that's what I said. What is the autographs yeah. going to get? Twenty you? bucks. Twenty yeah. bucks for everyone else. Yep. I got a uh, Kane's autograph because they were free. Kane, yeah, you Kane, uh, Kane you had a man. you had an in man. Yeah, Kane. Yeah. Kane. Yeah, my um, a guy who's been coming to my shop, uh, Paul Paul Bernier. Yeah, he's he's really tight with Kane, and he got us in to meet him. Basically, just walked us right to the front of the line. I got to sit down with Kane Hodder and yeah, talk I, I and hear talk he's a talk. super nice guy. He One really guys, makes the hard he was circuit. funny. He was very yeah. interactive. We we just walked. It's in. It's not his first like, time right interacting with people, and that's no, kind of an no. art to that because I've dealt with celebrities too, yep. and 
it, it, there really is an art to it because people that come up to that table are very nervous. Hmm. And some people are really good at setting people at ease. Yep. And some people are are, uh, are uh, really good at just making it even more awkward for oh, them. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, and, I, I was nervous as hell. But yeah, everyone's nervous I going mean, up there. You don't know what to say. You don't want to say something that he's heard a million times. Yeah, or yeah just, you don't want to be that, that cliche yeah. guy. And I, this is a, one chance I'm going to get yeah. to meet him because I'm not going to go to these things all the time. It's, yeah. it's got to be weird for the celebrities. I mean, because they're just yeah, people with jobs. But in a lot of people, I've worked in the movie industry just in the indie realm and everything so it just at least it gives you an idea that obviously these guys are not only are they just doing a job but they're doing a, a job that everyone would love to have exactly it, like also me. like me people yeah <laughs> people are are obsessed with these people and they have a have that feeling like they know them even before they get up to the table, but you really don't. So it's it's interesting to have conversations with them. Yeah, I had uh, one of the best conversations with I had at a con was with uh, Rob Paulson, who was he's the voice actor who does uh, he does Pinky from Pinky and the Brain, he does Yakko from uh, the Animaniacs, no and he does he originally did the original Raphael, but in the new Nickelodeon series he did Donatello for the oh Ninja sweet, sweet. Yeah, nice I like it really fun guy and he's really well known in the voice acting community and he was a sweetheart man he he came from around the table and just stood in front of me and had a like ten minute conversation shook my hand gave my wife a hug was uh, so great with people and it was really nice to see and I've had had the other i won't mention who they are but i've had the opposite experience and you had like there was somebody at the con that you had that the rumor going around was i'm, I'm was not kind of i'm not gonna sugarcoat it either yeah no you can say who it is because i've heard it who uh, uh, in the past i love this man yeah I, I was, and that he too. was the reason he, this is the thing that everyone was was excited about this con because he's never been there uh bruce campbell showed up yeah. and i guess he just he's a total diva yeah um, and i get it he, i get put, it he put his thumb in one um uh, one of the guys i talked to his autograph kind of played it off whatever um, you know, you have your bad days and you're good. And maybe he wasn't as bad as everyone said he was, but, um, heard he wasn't the greatest. <laughs> yeah. That's too bad. I have heard that from people too, that he's just kind of matter of fact. I love you. I, I do love you, Bruce. But I, how great it is that you think he's listening. I love yeah. it. <laughs> oh, he's listening. <laughs> because there was a couple other people you met there. Who is it? Our Felicity Rose. Did you meet her? Or you I didn't, saw I didn't her? meet her. I just yeah. saw her across the room. She's great. great Obviously picture. she's uh, famous for, uh, Ken, Sle Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway or, Camp. Uh, yep. Yeah, the original. Uh, oh, the original man. She was uh, awesome. Man. Ken Free was there. Uh, he's awesome from uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yep. Yeah, all these guys, man. I love that they can make a living, kind of doing something and meeting the people that have like loved them for so long, too. Right. And one of the greatest guys I met there was Adam Green, who's a local oh, guy yeah, from uh, Halston, Mass. The director of a uh, great movie, Hatchet. 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 Uh, and Fro Frozen. Frozen. Movie. I love. That's exactly. what I had seen exactly. way before Hatchet. No. I I was the only person I knew who even knew about that movie because I yeah. had randomly seen a trailer for it and I was like, oh man, I got to see this. And right. it was the type of movie that when it came out, I bought three copies to give to people i gave one to uh my uh, brother uh matt and then i gave uh, one to a friend of mine and uh that's a movie that if you haven't seen frozen be make sure you get the right frozen it's I'll not animated that. it's not animated it's, it is not. Uh, it's such a simple movie but man it is effective it's very effective. It really i think we really... actually spoke about this quick on another part. did we yeah I think we did very oh briefly. man it's yeah. such a great one but yeah. adam green he's one of the young he was of such a nice guy guys. like just really engaging he does not charge for anything yeah, that's awesome. Nothing. That's, and awesome. He just, that's, that's he has, comic book style because there's a right. lot of comic book artists. He has like a little that. thing on his on his um, table that says basically if you want to um, 
donate. I appreciate it. But get a little closer to the mic there. Oh yeah, there we go. If you want to donate to the uh, like Chihuahua Association, whatever. Oh yeah, really? It's like some kind of a dog. That's it's cool. A, yeah, yeah. That's how George That's Perez, the great do. artist George Perez, he he does sketches towards the uh, the Hero Initiative, which is a, like a fund that will help struggling artists that are getting right. older in age and they just can't afford to. If you're going uh, to these, stuff. if you're going to these cons Come and you're on, not uh, yeah. charging money, that that's a great thing. No. It makes me happy. Yep. You know, it makes me happy to contribute yeah. to you and, and your movies. Absolutely. And you, there's no way a lot of these people have to charge an arm and a leg for that type of thing too, because they're they're already getting money to, from the con to be there and everything. Yeah, exactly. So, they're getting uh, paid. It, it's crazy that people will pay those high hundred dollar prices. Yep. I mean, come on. Well, there's man. like the, some of the wrestlers they ask well, way more. Yeah. Yeah, a couple hundred. Yeah, I forget that. I don't. Are they having like specific wrestling cons that go out there? Uh, no, they'll just do like they'll a, just do a con in general. Yeah, they'll, they'll have, just like the Undertaker there, yeah. and he charges like two hundred. It makes sense. I went player. to a con where Hogan was there. Actually, I think it was Brooke was there, and Hogan just happened to be there or something. Hmm. I don't know why Brooke was there, but uh, she was doing everything for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, so yeah, uh, Devil's Rejects, great movie, man. What was your favorite scene? Uh, put you on the spot uh, there, and I know this a lot. It's definitely going to be the um, ooh. Wow, you put me on the spot. With that. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's probably the um, the scene where. Oh man, you got nothing? No, I don't. Yeah, I like I like the, the, I like the whole movie. I, I go the I'll feed off. I you. think the end scene is probably was probably one of my ah. favorite ones, but that was before I realized they lived. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. I yeah, kind of like the idea that they went out in like a blaze of glory and everything. Very true. My I, favorite scene is when she walks out in front of the truck. Oh yeah, that's so yeah, yeah. so fucking disturbing. Oh yeah, I totally forgot. Her about Her entrails that, were all up that road. I'm that's so right. sorry. That's the one with the mask. She had the mask. Yeah, on? she was wearing a boyfriend's fucking yeah, face. Re- <laughs> <laughs> she was wearing a fucking boyfriend's face. All right, you how came can, back with a good how, one there. How can that not be the best scene <laughs> in the movie? Okay, it was disturbing. If you just pull up the image of her walking, running down the oh, street. Oh yeah, because that was kind of one of the most disturbing images of the House of a Thousand Corpses when he came to gives uh, when he came down with her father's face. With the father's face. head in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Daddy's right there. Yeah. Oh, there were so many disturbing things in that first one. That's why I love the first one. I, every once in a while, if I see somebody running, I'll go, run, rabbit, run. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'll move us on to the next film here. All right. This was a movie that I saw really young, and it really it was the first movie to some some person who probably isn't out there toting this as a movie they had done because he's such a one of the biggest directors that's ever uh, been and that is 1981's Piranha 2 <laughs> The Spawning nice and this was James Cameron did you know this was James Cameron Titanic and uh, The Abyss and I Aliens I probably saw Island. that sometime along the way but to, to ask me if I knew it right now no yeah it's not. really weird that that was his first movie but we all have to have a first movie mine was pretty embarrassing too uh, <laughs> but I loved Piranha 2 and a lot of it is nostalgia I watched this a lot on HBO. It had a lot of crazy nudity in it, yep. uh, which the first one didn't have as much, and uh, the the remake certainly did. They really oh yeah uh, they, ramped that up. Yeah, that first all, one with Jerry O'Connell was great. I oh, loved God, it. that scene with him with his oh yeah, you know the scene. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great one. I didn't see the sequels to it, but the uh, that first one was really good. Uh, the first one was pretty good. Yep. Yeah, I liked it a lot. And I loved the first, the old school original Piranha 2, the Corman one. But uh, number two, man, it had so many great scenes in it. I need my phone here. I wrote a couple of them you, down. So I'm you're, you're holding this one. Uh, yeah, no, that's I, cool. I've, I haven't seen this movie in 15 years, but the, it was 
So freaking good. The, the opening scene alone, man, the very opening scene after the credits is two people scuba diving down, and when they get to a certain point, she strips all her clothes off and pulls down his pants, and their idea to go down there is actually have sex right. in the uh, in the water. Yeah. And so while they're having sex, they're having sex like right next to this abandoned ship that's sunken under the water. Yeah. Little do we know, the piranhas <laughs> are inside. And these aren't normal piranhas. We don't find no. that out until about like, yeah. midway through the movie. But halfway through the movie, on. like, what? Come uh, on. <laughs> and that's people might say that's where they jumped the shark a little bit. I thought yeah. it was clever. They flew the shark. Uh, I love the the noise they made and how the screen would go red. Yeah, 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 yeah it had yeah. that really cool yeah, racing yeah. type music. Yep. And uh, I really appreciate it. This also very similar number one was a blatant ripoff of Jaws. Yeah, uh, almost even more so. This one they had, they had their version of the mayor who would not close the uh, the festival yep. and everything. They're gonna go through it no matter what. Huh. Uh, one of my favorite scenes from the, also I should mention uh, Lance the great Lance Henriksen was the cop. He was the Brody character in this movie. Was he really super wow. young? And it makes sense too because Cameron was a huge uh, Lance Henriksen guy. Al- aliens. You know, he used him in Aliens and uh, he recommended recommended Catherine Bigelow to put him in Near Dark as that oh, no uh, that fabulous because he, that's who yeah. uh, uh, James Cameron was married to Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, yeah, I knew that, movie. but I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think of that. So huh? that's how okay. he had uh, his connection. Same with Bill Paxton for Near Dark. Okay. That's how he used him. I think they had just finished Aliens, huh. and he and I think they actually took she took some of the crew too, like some of the cinematographers and stuff went over from Aliens. If okay. I'm not correct. Wow. Uh, the best scene in Piranha 2, and it's the scene that really nailed it for me. So so just to give you the brief overview, so Lance Henriksen's a cop. He's got a son that's uh, going around the lake. The piranha have been kind of stirred up underneath, so they start attacking random people. His wife, Lance Henriksen's estranged wife, uh, is in charge of like these diving expeditions where she takes out divers. They go diving, and right before one expedition, you could tell one guy who's like uh, just there to explore like this wreckage that the wreckage that where the piranhas are. Right. And she's like, "No, we're not going to the wreckage, unfortunately." And he's really pissed off. So the second they go down, the group goes one way, and he was like, "Screw that! I'm going the other way." Hmm. He kind of toes his line, uh, and. Uh, connects it to like some part of the boat and then yep, goes yep, down yep, yep, yep. and gets attacked by the piranha. I always, as a kid, thought it was so crazy that these piranha and the special effects were like next level on this movie. Really, the the kind of the juiciness and the uh, the makeup effects were really well done. Oh, yeah, in this movie. you yeah. kind of forget until you rewatch it. But it chews like all the meat off of the body, where it's mm-hmm. just super, super juicy. But I love <laughs> the idea when they found him that the only place not chewed up where is it is where his eyes were under the mask. So that one strip where the mask was mm-hmm. is the only thing that That's was left. flesh. It yeah. was really crazy. Yeah. But what really took it to the next level is when they brought the mo- body to the morgue. And then uh, the main woman and a guy that's helping her kind of investigate what's going on break into the morgue. They pull the body out, uh, and they're looking at how nasty and juicy it is. And one of the nurses comes in and says, you can't be in here, and then <laughs> kicks him out. And then she turns around to uh, cover the body up, and little does she know that there's a piranha in the rib cage yeah, yeah. that jumps out at her. And, and this is when you realize, holy shit, the piranhas can, can fly. fly. They have big yeah. ass yep. like wings. Wings, yeah. They're Very fins of wings. like crazy wings. They're fins of wings. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like... it, it attacks the hell out of her neck and everything and it's game on there yeah at that point and when very similar
one of the first one where they're having that big boating thing and uh, Dick Miller's kind of uh, running over the, ha- yep. the whole uh, si- the whole show with Parbaltel. <laughs> they the creepy mayor type character uh, is they're actually there for the the running of the grunion. I guess they they come huh. they actually come out of the water and they'll mate and everything and it happens at like midnight so ever all the guests are there for that oh, purpose. Nice. And Perfect. they all expect the grunion yeah. and then the piranha just <laughs> come flying out of the water and attacking everyone's neck and you hear the music for it and everything. I thought it was fun, man. As even rewatching it recently, yeah, I was, I was like obviously fun, fun it's one of those tongue in cheek horror movies that you don't expect to break new ground on it, but if you're just a lot of there's a lot of cheesy horror movies out there, and I can completely respect uh, respect those movies what they are, especially when cheese isn't bad. No, especially when you got good death scenes in yeah, there. You could yeah. throw a couple actors that you like, yeah, just, like Lance Henriksen. Give, give me some entertainment, I'm happy. Give me yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just don't give me crap, like absolute crap, and I'll be happy. Yeah, and there is that out there. I mean, I don't think they went beyond Piranha, uh, other than the remakes later on. I don't think they ever made like a Piranha three back in the day. No, I think it was, it was one and two. they stopped at one and two. Yeah. I don't think too many a whole lot of money no no <laughs> it's really they weird that they uh, didn't pay everyone everyone was like living off food no stuff, so. from what i heard that's not the uh uh far from the truth uh there was stories going around that lance wanted to like their budget was zilch it was nothing yeah. so they weren't even going to give lance a uniform they said well you got to use your own clothes and everything he's like he, this guy's like the the police kind of guy on the docks and everything he would have a uniform so he had to buy his own uniform no kidding he brought his own pin for the uniform hmm. everything so he had to do everything on his own and a, the rumor also goes that at some point on the set uh james cameron got really sick and he was uh, having crazy nightmares from the illness he was on, and he had a nightmare of a cyborg uh, coming to life, hunting <laughs> someone down. And right. that's where he came up with the idea for Terminator. Which Lance was in. Which Lance was in and James, everything else. Yeah. So if that was the case, hmm. you can thank Piranha 2 for the Terminator. If you like the Terminator, you Don't should believe get, it. That's, <laughs> no, that's, it might, that's it, Complete false. That's, that's it could so be the silly. whiskey. Come Sorry. <laughs> All right. That's Piranha 2. Check it out. If you can find it, it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. All right, what do you got there for your next one? Uh, this is an easy one. Halloween 2. Huh? The, the, Halloween 2. Halloween 2. 1981. Yeah. I, I like that pick, man. Yeah. There's a lot of love that's not given to Halloween 2, and it really, the great direct thing sequel. about Halloween 2 it's is it di- was done so soon. sequel. Yep. Yeah, it's that night. It's I mean, right it bookends right yeah, up to it. Directly. Watch, I, watch it, and it's, it's going to be the exact. I wonder, was it like a year or two? It must have been like two years later that they made it. They did in 81, 78. So, oh, 81, yeah. So, so like 78, years. 70. Yeah, so uh, three years. Yeah. That's great, man. And that, they did it that's really what helps a lot of these sequels that we talk about. Yeah. It, if you do it really close, all the characters look the same, all the characters still sign on to do mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. Uh, then it's great. I mean, really, the fact that Jamie Lee was still agreeing to be on board is really what kind of yeah yeah but but she wasn't not on it because i mean they they contacted her for h2o and resurrection and then they contacted her again for the the ones yeah 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 it's weird they got anyone after three but i love three i don't i won't knock three three shouldn't have been called halloween and that's the problem it should have been season of the witch and it's not halloween yeah People I saw love it, though. It, it's it's had a resurgence specifically in the last couple of years. It's a good movie. I, I love it. If you look at it as a, a non-Halloween movie, yeah, just, then yeah, then you will enjoy it. Right. Uh, Halloween two, man, always one that I watched. I remember how much they butchered the television version of this. Well, there's a lot of butchering to be done. There's a scene in that that I had like nightmares from. Really? Uh, when when the mother brings her kid to the uh, the the hospital. Uh, yeah. 
I think that's oh what that God. kind of like started that rumor even ramped so, it up yeah, even higher. She she's got the kid and he's got a uh, thing to his mouth and he basically ate candy with a fucking razor blade in it. <laughs> and he's he's bleeding from his tongue. This little seven eight year old yeah. kid. Oh yeah. my God. Every time I saw that scene, I just, I got shivered. And that's such a mild, like, scene that they probably didn't even expect they were right. going to get a rise you put, you, out of you people. You put but blood in that gauze pad. If you're a kid that eats candy, though, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? We all did. That was, that was a tough scene. But the the movie in general was just great. I mean, there yeah. were some uh, good nude scenes. Donald the, the, Pleasant, some really great nudity in it. I yeah. love that Donald scene Pleasant's, with uh, yeah. another actor I'm going to be talking a little bit about. But Leo Rossi, man, was in that one. Oh, he was the, the one that was scene. in the hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Oh, okay. Yep. Leo Rossi. Yeah, yeah. He was really good. He Amazing he, Grace, come sit in my face. Yeah. That's the line. Yeah. <laughs> and you have the other kid from uh, Last Starfighter was the, uh, oh, the, the kid that kid, liked her the, with the, the curly hair. In, yeah, the one who slipped in the blood. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a tough scene, Do you too. ever seen the television version, how much they push it? They, yeah. They confused the editing. Like, when he slipped on the blood in the TV version, they made it look like the explosion made him do that. The explosion at the end Wait a minute. went off. And he, they cut the scene that we had seen earlier when he slipped on the blood, and he fell to the ground. And I remember being shocked when I saw the non-edited version, and I was like, "Holy shit! He slipped on the blood. It wasn't the explosion that knocked him over." Are you serious, Dead dude? Serious, man. That is ridiculous. It's really wow. weird. They that's like the that's hell like out taking him the middle of the movie and yep. throwing it at the end. Absolutely, wow. they recut that. Holy whole crap! Thing. It was no, crazy. no, I don't think I ever saw that. I remember watching like those movies edited, and it's yeah. like, oh, "All right, these are pretty bad, but probably still good." Pretty I mean, still. Yeah. A, I love one of my favorite uses of that great John Carpenter music was when the she pumpkin. was running. Oh, uh, oh for the, me it was the for pump, her. The pumpkin in the middle. Oh, really? In, in, in the middle, in the uh, in the beginning of the movie. Oh, like, yeah. They showed the pumpkin like kind of like, yep. with the, the, the. It had like a skull or something it had on the, the other skull side. Skull on the other side and the, the the candle, and they played the music nonstop. Yeah. And, and as you're watching, it's almost like you going inside. Yeah. That was always my favorite thing. No, I I loved when he was when she was running at the to the door at the end of the movie, and he okay. was taking oh, his time. Oh, yeah. She was beating yeah. on that door. Yeah. Some of the most intense stuff, and they finally got her in, and he didn't yeah. give a shit. He just walked right through that fucking yep. door, man. Yep. Really great. I I loved the how Michael looked in those first two movies, which is what makes the uh, the reboot so exciting for me because yes. they went back to how he should look. Exactly. You know because yeah. you if you go and look at look Four at like five. five man he is five so was polished awful. yeah yeah and smooth and yeah. it just looks weird man yeah. four looked weird too I he's got a fresh remember. mask just keep using the same one yeah did it he did that in the curse too number six. Uh, the curse wasn't that bad. It was, yeah. it was pretty good. What and was then, the worst one in your opinion? A uh, five. Five? Yeah. Five was horrible. Yeah, it looked it was horrible. Really bad. Didn't it have yeah. a couple? Didn't it have that one with the claw to the head in the car? The guy in the car? Yeah, yeah. He was so it had that, a couple of decent death scenes. Yeah, but. he he scratched his car first. And yeah. he, he was the, he was the kid from uh, 16 Candles who called him Farmer Ted. The one who was on the bleachers. The one sitting behind him with the leather jacket. Oh, interesting. I didn't yeah. know that was him. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. I haven't seen that. shows how long I've been since I've seen number the, five. They're though. not very good. Yeah. Never and, and that one was kind of campy to it, like extra campy. Yeah. Like it had like stupid music and trying try to get How about stupid. H2O? Were you a fan of H2O? Not bad. And the, yeah. uh, what was the, uh, Resurrection? Resurrection? Yeah. Not as good, but yeah. not, not I bad. I mean, you still get a Halloween movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Better than nothing. Yeah, like when yeah. they were doing the reboot, I was like, well, I'm in no matter what. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I love it. I'll go it. see it. And that was Absolutely what was great it. when you can... And they, Walk home I be like, think wow. they just wrapped Halloween Kills, so, which is the next one. And which, then they get the next one and after And then that. the one, Halloween it's, Ends, yeah, is what it's called. Two so, in a row. Yeah, Danny McBride and his... Uh, which is crazy that yeah. Kenny Powers... Yes, has, exactly. But this is certainly the year, if not the few years of uh, how... 
comedians are showing that they can come through and mm-hmm. direct some really great horror movies. Yeah. You look at Key, Peel. Uh, yeah, Key and Peel or Jordan Peel, yeah. what he did with uh, Get Out and Us. Yeah. And he really did a fabulous job. And it's one of those things that if you told us 10 years ago that Danny McBride, I mean, if someone mentioned it after you watched Land of the Lost, this guy is going to make a <laughs> kick-ass Halloween movie. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, uh, no, it ain't happening. It was great. I was very excited. And I was obviously excited to see Laurie Strode back. And yeah. uh, she always kicks ass. Even in number two, man, she was not yeah. giving up. You no. Know? And that was what no. was great about that one is her resilience. That, yeah. Uh, you're not beating me. No, you know? no. I'm going to keep on going. Yep. And... So is Michael, though. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's going to go harder because he doesn't care. That's a good one. Halloween too, man. She's fighting for her life. He's just fighting because he wants to kill. Yeah. All right. My next one here. And this was one of the ones where I thought, in my opinion, it was the best of the group of movies that were done. Uh, by the great George Romero, and that's oh. 1985's Day of the Dead. Okay, I've always been a fan of Day of the Dead, and I think you were you were more of a fan of Dawn. Uh, oh yeah, you had just seen I, I'd more. seen Dawn more. Uh, Day of the Dead, I probably only seen like two or three times. Yeah, definitely I, I, I worth the, revisiting. The, the bunkers uh, just made it great. It more, was more so ca- grisly and dirty, and I love the idea yep. that hey, almost everyone's dead. If you're this is it. Yeah, the yeah. underground people. This had more of a Walking yeah. Dead feel to it than it did. Dawn of the Dead. And I feel. I've written a script that had the elements of you know we have to survive underground now because everything above ground is shit yeah and you know we're under here we have to survive we have to learn we have to do whatever it takes and in the way that the walking dead is that in a lot of the day of the dead you help more dangerous than the zombies were the other people. Exactly. In this one, it it's was survival the military. Time. That, that, it's survival time. Absolutely. And that, that's what's more scary than anything, because now you see the what, how horrific people yep. can be. And it was the the butting aheads between the scientists mm-hmm. and the military guys. Of course. And the main is. military guy, he he screamed through the whole movie. Mm-hmm. He was just angry and pissed off. He annoyed the hell out of me. Oh, man. He I, did. When he got tore apart, though, yeah. nothing was like it. Very, happy. Very happy. And that, for me, personally... The the way the zombies looked and the blood and dawn, I, I know it was probably all right for the time, but when you go back and look at that ashy look and that super red, uh, even Romero and Savini had mentioned that he used 3M blood, you know, from the company 3M. Oh, no kidding. They just bought it on the shelves and everything because that's all they had. So that's right. why that blood is like really, really red when you yeah. watch Dawn of the Dead. And when you watch Day of the Dead, it's, it's super realistic. Yeah, it's and, more bright than the other one was. Really, what's happening there is Tom Savini kind of honed his craft over about four or five movies, mm-hmm. and probably the best example of when it was at its like next level peak was Day of the Dead. Oh, I thought it was part four. Yeah, I mean, it was part four yeah. before Day of the Dead. Yeah. What was the year of part uh, four? Do we know? Eighty. It's. I can look it up real quick. Or yeah, you, you have it uh, on there. Yeah. All right. Let me no. check it out. Think am- talk amongst yourselves, people. Come yeah, on. talk amongst Jesus. <laughs> yeah, 84. So it was right before it. So he must have went straight from uh, Friday the 13th, the final chapter, to Day of the Dead. And it showed, too. Because if you look back at the Dawn stuff and some of the great stuff with those zombie movies was that bite on the neck and the pull. Mm-hmm. You know, when mm-hmm. they pulled up, pulled that apparatus off their neck and that just the string and all the nastiness mm-hmm. came with mm-hmm. it. It was really great. Yeah, it, it, was, it was gross. 
was really was fun. Do you remember fun. the scene in uh, and he's done it before in several of his movies and uh, I know they've done it in The Walking Dead. Now uh, Rick and Nicotero and I think Nicotero was actually on Day of the Dead also. I think he was not only an actor but he worked on the crew. Oh really? Uh, I remember he was on Creep Show too. There was a great story where I guess he he had to take over like the directing of that raft sequence. Oh really? And that was like his first kind of uh, huh. uh stand out as being a director but uh the day of the dead scene when they're showing the morgue where the head scientist is teaching that one zombie how to communicate and everything who is the great sherman uh i can't remember his uh sherman howard he was in a seinfeld episode he was the one that had the junior mint going to his body oh really that was the main zombie oh, okay. the, the guy that they gave the gun to and yeah he yeah him. it was really cool was it bud was his name bud I want to say I can't remember. Could have been, yeah. Uh, but there was a zombie that was on a gurney, and that he came alive at some point and pulled his body up, and his entire intestines broke through like his rib cage and just spilled out onto the ground, and it right. was so amazing. Huh. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that they got their guts from like a local like pig farm, and these were the real deal. I think I heard that. Yeah. And there's a very well known scene where that asshole military guy at the end. Is, and it's probably one of the best scenes in the whole movie is where all the zombies eventually attack him. He falls on the ground and they literally rip his and his stomach off. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody, they had to do it on a Monday and on Friday, whoever had left the set, uh, turned something off, which turned the refrigerator off. Oh, the the, uh, the smell. All the... Uh, guts on it and oh. they still had to use it so oh. it's a great outtake if you watch the the blu-ray where <laughs> no. they they pull them apart and all the zombies had like uh, wax no put yeah. up their nose yeah and apparently uh the main actor couldn't so oh. they would do it and they would say cut and his face just dropped when oh, happened. you could god. tell and once you know the story and you see his face you're like oh my god that must have been so repugnant to have to do yes even more so is that when they pulled that guy's eye out do you remember they they yeah. grabbed somebody yep. and his eye popped right out of his head and I, that was the first time i'd ever seen anything like that man Ugh. it was just it was dark man and it was gritty and it was one of those and i think J- romero himself has described that his first one was a classic. Everyone loved it. You know, mm-hmm. Night of the Living Dead. The second one was really fun. It was at the mall and everyone got into it. And it was like how commerce and uh, was taking over even after the apocalypse. And, and he said, the people that come to me and they like number three, you could tell they're the trolls. You know, yeah. they're the ones that like <laughs> really like that dark and nasty stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, definitely. Day huh. of the Dead, man, 1985. I'll, I'll check it out again. It was now. really fun. Man. Absolutely. They have some really good. Uh, bl- didn't they remake it too? Yeah. yeah I, I had never seen Bing, it. Bing Rames, it's not very good. I saw the. I didn't mind the Dawn of the Dead remake. Dawn of the Dead was really well was done. Good. This one was very specifically uh, for that quality. scene on the roof where they're communicating yes. back and forth. Yeah, yeah, the that, guy across the uh, the, the way. best thing they ever did in that movie yeah. was that. Yeah, because that was not in the original. Uh, movie. No, it wasn't. No, no and it no. was really well done. There wasn't much else. Uh, and the guy from uh, he was a dick in the movie, but the the guy that got famous on Modern, Modern Family, Family. Yeah, yeah, Ty Burrell, yeah, man, that yeah. was one of the first times we saw him. On yep, it. and the idea that, that the, you knew that girl was pregnant and they were keeping her silent, and yeah, they were keeping her keeping yeah. away what was going on. It was, yeah, it was nasty. It was definitely uh, nasty. That opening scene where Sarah Paulson's husband yeah, turned gets, and gets she had to leave through the window and everything and, then, and running the, down the street. The streets going, she's going to find another. That's where they get you, man. I was like, man, it was great. That might be one of my favorite remakes actually is it's, the, it's uh, very the good it's so overplayed though yeah all right craft well, sci-fi <laughs> all right what do you got all right i'm calling an audible here oh you calling an audible so <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going my favorite comedy sequel you didn't see that one coming no, did you <laughs> we did not we did not um i got friday 13 part four here 
but we've talked about that, it. That's why you looked at your uh, notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Friday the 13th Part 4 was number three for me. Um, I'm going to give you the call. We either talk about that, which we already talked about, or... Friday the 13th Part 4? Or... Or, oh shit, I got to pick. I love this. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Oh shit, man, that's a tough choice. Friday the 13th Part 4 is... is Probably my uh, one of my favorites. I almost put a Friday Thirteenth on here, but I almost put number five on there, okay. which is weird. A lot of people wouldn't do that. But There's nothing wrong with five. It's awesome a great movie. It's just some not, of the best death scenes. Some of the that. best nudity. It's true. Exactly. Exactly. It's just not. But uh, I love Nightmare on Elm Street three so much. I'll, I'll pick Nightmare on Elm Street three. Okay. Dream Warriors, man. Yep. Dream oh, Warriors. Man. Absolutely. Now they got powers, and yeah. now they got to fight Freddy. God, man, this was so fun, God, and this it. is where Freddy got cool, man. Because yeah. a lot of people think they really dropped the ball with uh, number two. Two was just so weird. It was a good movie. It was a really good movie. I like one, him. One was fantastic. I love that scene with him okay. at the uh, pool at the end. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, it's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. cool. But he's there was a lot of weird stuff on there that really mirrored the TV show. Yeah. You know how weird, yeah. the, like the stuff on the bus really yeah. reminded me of the TV it show. It wasn't right. It wasn't what we expected, and I kind of going down a different path. First one had a lot of fun scenes, and, and yeah, it shouldn't definitely. really have had fun scenes for as the subject matter it was, but man, yeah. he was like that killer that you were like, I mean, this is like a child rapist that we're yeah, rooting for here, man. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> who we want to root for but he's still the bad guy so i'm gonna kind of but go three with had those one-liners man that stuck with you I, like uh, where's the fucking bourbon <laughs> <laughs> good one that's a good one right good one. there it's right in front uh, of me yeah man don't or, mind if i do this is prime time bitch <laughs> <laughs> then you exit through the tv absolutely yep. one of my favorite nude scenes in any horror movie too was with, oh, the jo- nurse? with joey and the nurse yeah, the, oh the god i had couldn't a, speak i had a crush on her i was like you can spit your tongues at my arm yeah yeah she want. was not unattractive oh uh, she Certainly was so not. good yeah, I, so many great death scenes. Like, yeah. name name a couple of your favorites. No, the best one was the rooftop. Oh, the veins. Yeah, the kid, oh, the puppeteer. Yeah, I remember I was not allowed to see this, but Dave and uh, John Christian were yep, allowed yep, to see it, yep. and uh, Dave would let me see it thing every once in a while. And John Christian's like, "Don't worry about it. Come on, you can come yeah, in here and yeah, watch yeah, it." Yeah, yeah. But it was the thing that gave me nightmares most in my childhood life was Dave explaining Nightmare on Elm Street to me before I had even seen the movie. I okay. had, like, Nightmare, like, probably five nights in a row I had Nightmares yeah. about Freddy Krueger. Well, this, I, is I based on, this is based upon people who actually died the, the <laughs> yeah. fucking dream. So, so. so it's kind of uh, yeah. really strange. Yeah. But I think that scene that you're talking about, why don't you explain that scene to us, the, the vein scene? Oh, so he um, he basically just takes this, this kid who's... What was his issue anyway? I, uh, I think he was a cutter, wasn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He liked to cut himself, so yeah. he uh, he basically opened up his 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 uh, arms and used his veins as the the, the strings for the marionette puppet. Oh, God. Brought him up to the roof and that uh, scene of him just walking like you yes, can't down the see hallway. It. You can't see it. You can't because there's nothing there. There's nothing it's, there. It's him just dreaming. But it. the nurse, the like check-in nurse, is like oblivious. Yeah. She doesn't even know exactly. And then he gets up onto the uh, the roof and you see the giant Freddy almost in the clouds. Which yeah. that's another thing. As a kid, traveling a lot with my parents who liked their poker and visiting late at night, I'm just driving down the street, half asleep, looking up in the sky and waiting for that Freddy to be in those skies that I'm looking Larger at. Larger than life, man. Yeah, it exactly. Was. It was just, I was I was freaked out by, yeah. by shit like that. I'd look out and see like the, the moon. As a kid, you, you're freaked out by the nighttime. Yeah. And that stuff just, with just, Joey was difficult for me. Yeah, to, yeah exactly. Yeah. But to see him like... Straight, straight across the, the roof, it was like holy shit. Man, Joey's death in the fourth one was crazy. The in the waterbed, yeah. Oh man, yeah. it was cool. didn't see that coming. It didn't. No, but uh, I also the girl that was from the drug addict from Bad Dreams in this movie, yeah, had yeah. that great thing where the pock marks on her arm yes, were, I like, to- like, were like, like talking, talking and moving. Yeah, yeah, uh, I forgot about that. 
when he he his claws became mm-hmm. like hypodermic needles, and then he. What like, do you say? What was the line? Oh God, that's a good question. What yeah, was that was that line? was an awesome uh, line. It was a really great line too. I should know it. Uh, let's party or something. It yeah. was something silly. It's like let's get fucked up or yeah. uh, want to fix or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it yeah. was really cool, man. This was that cool when Dawkins did the song for it, Dream Warriors. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was really cool. Huh. I had the soundtrack for this. Uh, yeah, like I said, even that scene with the uh, the mom with the bourbon, and I love when he like popped in the screen and he's got the tux on that yeah. the boyfriend would have, and he kills the mom. I was yep. like, oh god, this was just a great thing. Perfect. I also it was the uh, return of uh, Heather Ladenkamp. I love yep. the idea that she knew how to beat him. Yeah. Uh, also, we should it. mention the great uh, uh, Patricia Arquette. This was like one of her first oh, that's movies, right. man. That's she right. was the star of this movie. She carried the whole yeah. thing really. Yeah. I love the scene where she uh, the worm with the worm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what I was going to say before yeah. I said it, man. Yeah. That was a great puppet in effect. Yeah, oh yeah. They really put some money into number three, man. They definitely I, did. It's, it's hard to find many people that... And her her, uh, her father came back for this one. Uh, yeah, um, what's his name Pax- from uh, Black Christmas? Saxon? Uh, yep, John Saxon. Uh, John Saxon, man. Yeah. He was awesome, man. I, Black I Christmas. always loved that. Come on. Yeah, you remember him, Black Christmas. He was oh, the I'm talking man. Bruce Lee. <laughs> oh, Bruce Lee. Into the Ninja. Enter the Ninja. Oh, right. hell yeah, man. I forgot. He was a badass in that. Yeah. I remember not realizing it yeah. was him, and I found out, and I was like, wait, the dad from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was a yeah. badass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a badass. Yeah. I loved him yeah. in that, though. Great movie. Yeah, he was really good in that. Yeah. Uh, but I loved him in Black Christmas. <laughs> Improvised. That's what that was right yeah. there. Friday 13, my <laughs> four just turned that. to Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Nightmare on Elm Street 3 was a great one. I think if you were to ask the percentage of Nightmare on Elm Street fans, I bet that wins more than any other one. It's that and one. That one, and maybe that, you could see an argument for the new nightmare just because it was kind of inventive. It was very kind of how they did that. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, definitely. It but really it's was one and three. One and three. It yeah, really is the best. That, not so much. All right, now I'm going to go a little kind of indie here and pick. Uh, I, I'd like to say not a lot of people know this, but I had a conversation with some person at your shop today about this movie. So this is uh, Maniac Cop Two, <laughs> 1990. Man, a lot of people like that first one, man. But for yep. some reason, I love. Well, I could tell you the reason. It was the actors they got. You got Robert Davi coming in as yeah. uh, the cop. You got Leo Robert Rossi. Robert from uh, Goonies. Yep, from Goonies, the Fatelli brother. Yep. And uh, also, uh, what was the other movie I love? Uh, no Contest. That was the oh, rare Roddy, one, Roddy man. Piper? Roddy Piper yeah. and Andrew Dice wow. Clay. Holy it was like shit. the indie diehard movie. Yeah, yeah. They the, were the, 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 Shannon it was, Tweed. It was the, the, the um, beauty pageant, Beauty pageant, right? yep. Yeah, holy man. crap. You can I find somebody that, that you might be the only other person that I know in my entire life that has even seen. Yeah, that was, that was a good movie. Uh, the only place you can get is from like a, like a bootleg from like uh, South Korea. I've looked so it, it doesn't on, exist, like technically. You could probably find the VHS for it, probably even easier than the DVD. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just gonna have to buy okay. the bootleg. Huh. Sorry. <laughs> you don't have VHS? They might have it on VHS. No, you don't have a VCR player? I do. We have one in the garage, but I never have it hooked oh, up. Oh, man. So, I got know. two of them hooked up. <laughs> you never know when you got it. Well, you have a lot of old. Godzilla and shit. Yeah, yeah. those Godzilla movies. Uh, I'm going to buy that I'm gonna buy that Criterion, though. So yeah, that Criterion. If you're a Godzilla fan, man, Holy check crap. Amazon. They have like one of the ultimate sets available right now. It's really Don't exciting. shop Amazon. <laughs> Small business. Small business. Motherfucker. <laughs> Unless it's the Godzilla movies, because you don't have it in the shop. Hey! We'll get <laughs> All right, let's go back to Maniac Cop 2. All right, so if you were a Bruce Campbell fan, you were pretty disappointed. You had one of those executive decision uh, moments where you were a Seagal fan. He got sucked out of the airplane in the first five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> because in the first ten minutes of the movie, they killed Bruce Campbell off, and he was in all of number one. But they were like, sorry, Bruce, uh, we want to go in a different direction. Yep. And Robert Dobby played the cop. And what was great about this movie for me, so you've got Maniac Cop is this... Uh, he, he was never really a cop, was he? I, he... 
I remember in number two, he had flashbacks from him in prison. I kind of thought he was a cop for a little while, and then he had to go to prison for something he did. And then when he uh, busted out, he got burned, uh, like, almost beyond recognition and, like, uh, cut up by uh, by the crew at the prison. You don't remember any of Mayan Cop. I can tell by your, I, I, I can tell having, by your face. I'm having a hard time with Mayan Cop. I probably saw this one, like, 1985. Well, I, should, I won't speculate about number uh, one because I haven't seen it so long. Number two, I definitely uh, watched recently, and I mm-hmm. always remember watching it being more of a fan of number two and there was one main reason so while maniac cop is doing his thing which is basically going around and killing people indiscriminately mm-hmm. and uh helping more criminals and uh people think that he's coming to their uh their rescue there was a great scene where uh there's this guy robbing a convenience store mm-hmm. and uh he he comes in and the guy thinks oh thank god you're here and uh, he ends up shooting the uh the the clerk and just like giving the gun to uh to the the criminal on the ground huh. and just but then the criminal ran outside and got killed by the other cops and everything so he's, right. he's doing things in a weird way but what made this ingenious to me was they worked in a serial killer almost similar to like uh sounds of the lambs had a couple mm-hmm. of different it had hannibal lecter but it also had buffalo bill yeah. also kiss the girls you know they had that yep. dual serial killers yep. on different coasts uh leo rossi who did not look like leo rossi i'm used to him looking like he did in halloween 2 or relentless he right. was the main cop that was yeah, high, yeah. uh that was teamed up with robert loja going after uh, uh going after judd, judd nelson yeah uh, oh, God, uh, that such movie. a great movie man i love relentless i haven't seen it in so long uh, meg foster yeah we were yeah. just talking uh, to her the other night <laughs> Hey, don't knock Matt Foster. We just had her on no, the character she, she, pod. She seems like a wonderful person. <laughs> what the hell is up with Lords of Sal- Salem? <laughs> oh, my God. Don't do nude scenes when you pass the age 60. <laughs> That's all we, we ask for. It you. is 841, and I will not sleep tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, Leo Rossi has this like long, curly hair and thick, thick beard. Mm-hmm. And to the point where I didn't even recognize it was him. It was until, until, just until, now, he, until yeah, he spoke. You just started talking about him. Now uh, I remember it. So he's at this strip club, and you realize that, and you see it on the the radio on the TV several times that there's a serial killer that's going around and they're killing strippers, mm-hmm. and. He ends up getting the stripper to come back to his place, and just like all the other strippers he kills, uh, he kills her, but he ends up crossing paths with the maniac cop, and it was one of those situations like, I've been hearing about you, I know who you are, we're right. both the same type of person, and he right. actually brings, uh, Leo Rossi actually brings maniac cop to this his lair, basically, where he shows all the women, he says, these are my trophies and everything, yeah. and uh, maniac cop, I mean, he doesn't say a word, but yeah. uh, Leo Rossi's like, I'll be your do boy i'll help you man i we can do this together it'll be great Mm -hmm. so they end up breaking he ends up going to uh leo rossi gets caught by the cops and uh Maniac Cop breaks him out, and he's, he had a great moment where, my friend is here! And yeah. uh, Maniac Cop breaks him up. But do you remember who else is in the cell with him that he breaks out with him? Is the uh, Samson Simpson, the great Clarence Williams III really? from uh, Half Baked, right. playing like this psychotic prisoner. He goes with him, and they... Uh, uh, Leo Rossi is under the impression that they're going to go to Sing Sing to release the worst criminals there to help them do this like killing spree that they think they're going on. Uh, they're going to do, but what actually is happening is Maniac Cop is uh, breaking into Sing Sing 
so he can kill the people that actually fucked him over when he was in prison. Okay. Because they right. kind of cut to the scene earlier on where he's in the showers and he's attacked by like five people in the showers and some people are stabbing him in the, yeah. in the chest and yep. kind of all the people that screwed him over. So it was this great moment when they uh, got in there where you got to see him take out every single person. They do that quick flash of this is the guy that stabbed me in the side and this is who I'll kill. Right. What was most impressive about the end of this movie, it had one of the best uh, lighting a f- character on fire uh, that's, scene. That, that's what I remember the most. It was the insane yeah. how much they used of it. I mean, yeah. obviously you're going to want to p- get as little takes as possible, mm-hmm. but the way the maniac cop makeup worked anyways, it was kind of like a thick application over yeah. his head. And that's the problem with a lot of those early on fire effects is they're lighting this poor bastard on fire. Exactly. You know, you're going to cook. Yeah. I, I, run five cameras because I'm only going to do this four or five times. Exactly. I, yeah. Preferably twice, if not once. Right. And they got some really great footage of people like fighting why they're on fire and then jumping out of the window so they're not only in it you could tell it's like a person doing it so yeah. they're not only doing a free fall stunt but they're doing it on fire really mm-hmm. really crazy i don't think you see that enough in movies anymore the last time i saw it was uh Bubba hotep they did a really good one where they lit oh uh, yeah the, they lit him the, on the, fire yeah the end, exactly man. yeah it's, the very end a difficult he, he thing to do, him. I mean, but obviously there's stuntmen for everything, and you know there's a fire guy. Yeah. <laughs> there's a group yeah. of, like, six crazy bastards that are like, you want to set me on fire? Set yep. me on fire. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Maniac Cop 2, man. It's one of those ones that are overlooked. We I, were talking about that guy in your shop, and we all agreed three sucked, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I've only seen these movies once each, I think. I yeah. own both of them probably, but it's been at least 30 years. I wish I could add more to them because they were yeah, fun to good, watch. They're and fun they, to watch. Totally. And it's, it's weird. The same director of this directed Maniac, you know, that oh, great yeah. old school yeah, one. So, yeah. And they uh, redid that recently. I love that one. Yeah, and they redid it with, uh, like, what's his name? Uh, Frodo, uh, Hobbit, right? Yeah. Yeah, The, yeah. <laughs> the Hobbit. Fucking Hobbit. Uh, Eli, uh, Elijah Wood. Yeah, yeah. which is not where I would go with that. No, but no. Maybe it was good. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen that. I love the original. That original was one of my favorite movies of all time. That was a good movie. Really great. Joe Spinell uh, played him from Rocky. You know, the guy from Rocky that... that he worked down the docks for, and he gave him money to. Oh start yeah, up. yeah, yeah, really great guy. He was, yeah. he was a good friend of Stallone, so huh. really cool. All right, Maniac Cop Two, nineteen ninety. Check it out. Nice. All right, what you got? I gotta check that out again soon. All right, I'm on uh, number two, right? Yeah. Why am I all concerned when I, you uh, I just about ba- to say something? I just bashed this guy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> nineteen ninety two, Army of Darkness. Ah. Oh. I had, had to put it in there. Bruce, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bash it, but, you know, you're a brick. Spoiler. You know you're a diva. Come on. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I'd probably be a diva, too, if yet now. Probably not. This <laughs> this was definitely my favorite in the franchise. He looks like he's a diva now, too. He's got, like, the ass he was orange. and shit. He was orange. <laughs> he was orange with that show. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> he totally has been and hitting that, the tan booth I, I a little too much. I the picture of that woman. She is so, like, waving me off like she was landing a plane. She, no, 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 you can't get a picture of Bruce. Oh, Come my on. God. People Come freak on. out about that, I'm 50 man. feet away. Yeah. It's the worst picture ever. Don't worry about it. People in... I've been to cons before where they'll put them behind curtains and they'll, like, file people That's, that's what I was things. expecting to see, but he yep. was kind of on the floor and he didn't seem to. I took a picture of Hogan, like, 100 feet away and he shot me a dirty look. I said, you can shoot me a dirty look. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. Until he gets up and starts charging and then... You, Give you, me my $80. Yeah. Sorry, it's man. He's got bad knees anyway. He can't run. I, I love Army of Darkness, man. I The only problem with Army of Darkness is I so wish it was just called Evil Dead 3. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just, just because, I mean, the it fans was, knew obviously. what it was. Yeah, exactly, it was. exactly. And but but it wasn't, 
is grotesque. Oh yeah, at all. The comedy was there. I mean, the, the comedy was there. There the, was not the, much comedy in the first one. The second was, one total definitely. had some comedy. You had some threes, twos, shit. I mean, in yeah, there. When, when that. The severed hand was running around and running yeah. in the mouse holes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can't really. No, no. But and what was the, also the buck, good about that. The, buck on the, the, um, the, the deer on the wall. Oh, the deer on the yeah. wall laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. But along with that, they had some uh, horrific stuff. That zombie in the. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the. In basement? Like uh, fruit cellar. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Or when that one guy jumped up, that yeah. long face that yes. they built with yeah. those fangs, yeah. it reminded me of. Uh, American Wolf in London. Remember the bit, one yeah. scene where they jumped at, uh, uh, they showed that him in the woods. Oh, Remember yeah. Remember he's like, like yeah, yellow, yeah. Really crazy look. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of Evil Dead. Yep. But Army of Darkness was a lot of fun, man. Army of Darkness was awesome. It was, it was straight up like Three Stooges. It was. It was fun. It was really, really good. Everything about that One-liners. This is one-liners. my boomstick. Yes, yes. <laughs> the, uh, the little ashes... Kind of jumping oh, inside the him. Oh, ashes, man. Yeah. Or with the one popped out of his... Uh, yeah, that was the yeah, ash. That was yeah. the... Yeah. Yep. And the makeup they did on the bad version. I'm wondering, was that you? I wonder if that was Bruce playing. It was Bruce. The, it wasn't Bruce yeah. playing the bad yeah. one too. It was, it was, it was Bruce. He was just yeah. so funny. In that he was movie. awesome. That that was his heyday, like perfect right then. He did some really. It's really hard fun not movies. to like Army of Darkness, man. I mean, yeah. I could guess if you were looking for something a little bit more horrific and everything, it had and it mm-hmm. kind of blended that King Arthur kind of style yeah. with it and yeah. everything. But it was really great. Listen up, spinach chin. <laughs> yeah, it, it, he so was, many he was, great one liners. They, they were all like straight from the Three Stooges. Even when he's telling like the. He He's got the slaves feeding him grapes. Yeah. Blow. Yeah. <laughs> First you like me, then you don't. Blow. Yeah, yeah. That's really when he kind of, kind of became a superstar, really. Oh, he was iconish yeah. as soon as he did that movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. they got him back for it. He was happy to do it. I read his book that the If Chins Could Kill, or I think it was If Chins Could Kill was the name of the book, huh. and it was like stories of a, a life of a bee actor, and it was fascinating, you yeah. know, just being friends with Sam Raimi and, I mean, just hooking right. his cart to him to be able to kind of go through the movies that he did. For a while there, he was just kind of giving him roles in like as like the wrestling ring announcer in Spider-Man. Yep. Yep. And you'd, you'd see him pop up He was in every there. one of the Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you watch uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead? Yeah, I loved it. It was man. good. It was loved good. It. I, I never did I see the bored. second season. I loved that, the first season. Yeah, I, I get to the end and I was like, all right, same thing over and over. It's uh, I had Xena in it. It was the oh yeah, she was great in that. Yeah, she was her. very. Good. I loved her in uh, the Gal- Battlestar Galactica. Oh, she was awesome in Battlestar Galactica. Never watch it. There was an element, and I'll talk to you more about it off the pod. In there, there was an element in that Battlestar Galactica that took it next level, hmm. and uh, she was amazing in that movie. The uh, girl plays Xena. Yeah, huh. that was one of the, my favorite things she did. But I loved her in uh, in Ash versus the Evil Dead. I liked all of them. I liked the Pedro character. Yeah, they're all good. The, uh, the, the girl, all, she was yeah. really good. No, it was a, it was a very good yeah. show, but uh, it just it got repetitive kind of. You liked the second season though? It was worth watching. I didn't get to the second. Oh, season. you didn't even get no. to it? No. Yeah, no, I loved like it. You. The first one was solid as yeah. hell, man. I was very surprised. I got stars just to be able to watch it huh. yeah like when it was airing i was watching it week to week okay. it was really really good hmm. uh but yeah army of darkness it just i love the uh the army of the dead that was kind of formed yep. and the skeletons we gotta get the hell out of here <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that random the, that yep. sam raimi humor that he just yeah. threw in there he man. was huge th- th- he really fan. was oh tell. was he oh yeah yeah, yeah. They said it, it. It really did show. It through. showed. If yeah. you're a student, well, there's like fan, the, the, the three face slaps and yeah. the eye pokes. Yeah, yeah. and all the good stuff. Oh, the eye poke with the uh, yeah. that bony arm that he yeah. just puts. In he's front like of his laughing, nose and all of a sudden he gets poked with two yeah. separate hands. Yeah, that's all three suits. And shit. the girl that that was pillow talk, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she turned into like an evil, like, and you loved me. She once. was actually in uh, Thirteen baby, Ghosts. You got real ugly. <laughs> exactly. She was in uh, Thirteen Ghosts. Oh, really? The remake. Yeah. My little known weird fact is the that original is. 
was one of my wife's favorite movies of all time. Your mom, too. My mom freaked out about yep. the movie. Oh, I know. Wait, she, yeah. even later in life, wouldn't watch it. No. Just because no. she had she memories ter- of when she was, she was a child. She was terrorized by the original It movie. really traumatized yeah. her. Rewatching yeah. it now, you're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> but, you mean. She was probably like yeah, 14 or 15, like, yeah. and her brothers were brutal. Yeah, you, okay, your, yeah. your father. And, <laughs> my uh, father being one of them. Yeah. He yeah. used to brag about that, how, yeah, I, I would put yeah. this on. He put it on at the house on Park Street when he knew she was coming over. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that kind of continued on. Nice guy. Uh, but yeah, my wife. That's, that that is your phone, that not was, mine. I, I, you, Daddy you, wouldn't even have picked up if you had to mention it. <laughs> I had to say something because I got my muted here. That's my wife t- uh, texting me. She can, her I've, ears I've, are bleeding. I've had three or four going here. <laughs> yeah, Thirteenth Ghost. It was one of yes. her favorites. I remember that was the one with uh, Matthew Lillard and mm-hmm. uh, Monk. Was it Monk? Yeah, Tony uh, Shalhoub was yeah. the main character. Matthew Lillard's part was good. Was it good? Was it the? I, I'm the telling remake you, was you, you got to watch this movie. It's violent. I've seen it before, but oh, I just don't remember if it was. Uh, I love. A lot of people hated it. Um, the the um. It came out the same Murray, time as... Uh, F. Murray Abraham? Oh, F. Murray Abraham was F. in it? Thank you. Yeah. Do you have it at the shop? I might have to pick that up. I probably don't. Yeah. I probably don't. That's one of those movies that came out during the same time as a lot of other ones that weren't like House of Wax came yes, out. And yes. a lot of, House of Wax is They were right. remaking a lot of those this, old This one was ones. good. House of Wax wasn't bad, but and this is And there's no re- reason it shouldn't be remade. I mean, the, the right. elements of... I mean, you can't use the glasses this, this, and that whole thing. It had more of a feel of like... It almost had a feel of like Disney's Haunted Mansion when you watched it too, because the way the ghost looks when they came, uh, when they yeah, up, yeah, definitely. Obviously, the the re the reboot had to be completely different and everything. But yeah. I love Matthew Lillard. I mean, he, he can, he's awesome. He can save a movie. He was awesome. In Scream, the original oh, Scream. He was great in Scream. I loved him and even his non horror stuff like SLC Punk. Hell, yep. even Scooby Doo. He was a freaking amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. I follow him on Twitter, and if I cannot seen, believe he played Shaggy as well as he did. He did. And uh, if you see ever see him at a con, he is uh, he is known as one of the nicest. I can imagine. Guys. He seems it. He's he, a uh, fun guy. He has a thing where a f- if the line is really long, he will pull the little kids out and, and let them into the front. Cool. Just so the little kids can go first nice. because they're there. To, they're to obviously see, there to see Shaggy. Shaggy. Yeah, exactly. They're not there to see him for SLC Punk or no. Scream or right. maybe Scream. I don't know. Kids can see a lot of shit these days. Yeah, but yeah true. I love Matthew Lord. I wish he did more shit because he really can. Uh... I saw him in like a drama. He showed up in that George Clooney movie, that like Descendants uh, huh. movie, and he just showed up out of nowhere. And I was like, holy shit, Matthew Lillard's here. So I always like Matthew Lillard. Really good guy. All right, my number one is Destroy All Monsters, wait, 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 no, Godzilla, no. <laughs> 1968. Don't be jumping ahead, wait, man. Wait, Destroy All Monsters, Godzilla. Where, where were we? What no. were we talking about? Oh, I'm in Darkness. Yeah, but anyway. we're on Godzilla, right? No, we're not on Godzilla. Godzilla, 1968. That's well, a horror movie. <laughs> to a lot of people. All right, <laughs> we're going to go to a movie that this movie disturbed me <clears throat> as a kid when I watched this. And specific scenes that I, uh, scenes watching now that aren't really obviously difficult. I'm uh, a lot older now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can deal with that now. <laughs> but at the time, there was some scenes in this movie that bothered me. Similar to the first one. Uh, this one is 1986 Poltergeist 2, The Other Side. Okay. There was some disturbing shit in there, man. There's that some disturbing guy shit that played off. Kane... The, the main guy? The, yeah, the, the guy main guy. Oh. Yeah, he freaked me out. Just him singing and him talking the to himself. The way he talked. You're all going to die in oh, there. Oh, man. Him trying to get into the house. Yeah, yeah. And he was creepy. He mm-hmm. looked like he should. I looked him up, too. And he wasn't as old as he looks. He looks like he, and he died. He was one of the yeah, ones that the, were yeah, part of that Poltergeist yeah, 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 exactly. uh, curse. This curse is fucking creepy. Uh, and if you don't think there's a Poltergeist curse, you need to really look open this your, up. Open your shit. Yeah, because the uh, the sister died in the first yep. one and brutally she, murdered by, by her, her boyfriend. boyfriend. Exactly. Obviously, Carol Ann uh, died young from a, uh, like a really rare disease, but Kane... It was toxic shock, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that's right, yeah. it was. And 
But the guy who played Kane in the uh, in Poltergeist uh, Two, he looked like he was ninety eight, and he yeah. was about sixty eight. Yeah, and he had a disease, and they knew, uh, or he had like a heart condition, or there was something that he had, and he was like wasting away, yeah. obviously. And they knew it when they cast him, right? But he wanted to do it. He was like, "Yeah, I think this will even help the role, if anything." And yeah. it sure as shit. Oh did. God, he was fucking creepy. And man. Uh, so what? His character was just trying to get in the house. He was like the kind of the 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 guy that was going to lead all the spirits to Carol Ann mm-hmm. and to the uh, to the family because they knew that was she was the kind of the gateway and everything yeah. and the, the, the scene with the tequila yeah there was two scenes that bothered me one of them was in uh, I'll I'll hold off on the tequila one for a second okay. the the first one that really bothered me was and it was weird because it you would think it would bother someone who had braces and I never had braces but the scene with the kid in the bathroom the kid from the first mm-hmm. one the, he had braces, yeah. and the braces shot out of his mouth, and so and like, wrapped yeah. around, like cocooned him basically, yeah. and, and shot him to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then the two prongs of the thing were like going towards the electrical outlet, yep. and everyone in the family was in the bathroom trying to like pull it away from him and everything. And when I was a kid, something. Something like that, something that would kind of incapacitate you and you cannot help it and like enwraps you. Anything that changed you or yeah. or kind of did that sort of thing to you really concerned me. And uh, that scene was difficult to watch until I got to the end scene and yeah. the tequila happened. And I was like, <laughs> all right, now I'm completely out uh. until uh, at least 10 years. So what happens is Craig T. Nelson, the great Craig T. Nelson. Yep. Who is, was recasted, obviously. He... He thinks, all right, I'm safe. I'm not letting this creepy kind of old guy who's just singing gospel songs out front and telling me they're all going to die in there. He's he's sitting by himself. Oh, he's man. drinking the tequila. You're bring this one back. He drinks the he drinks the worm. Yeah. And almost immediately, you could see it that there's something wrong with his stomach. Yeah. And he. He drops to uh, his knees and he starts like you. You think he's just gonna puke up the worm? Yeah. And he pukes up and it's like one of those crazy reverse shots yes. where they like brought it like, up to yeah. his mouth and now they reversed it so it like drops down, almost this like <sighs> slug-like creature. And what made this creepy is the slug-like creature immediately started growing at an exponential yeah. rate. And they used an actor that did not have any legs. They used a. Uh, did they really? Yep, he did not have any legs, and he, and he only <laughs> oh had God. one of his arms. He's like freak ash. Yeah, and they like, used like him the movie a, freaks. Uh, they did this shit. I, I, damn, I looked him up too, and they mentioned a couple other roles that he had done. It was so he was movies a sock. we had seen. Uh, he, he he was a sock basically. Yeah, basically, he had one arm. He had one arm was his own, but he had lost it maybe in the war or something. He had lost bo- uh, both his legs completely in his arm. Damn. And he went on to do a couple horror movies, and they. The face that they put on him was so friggin' creepy. Yeah. He turned his head and he looked at him, and then he just like moved his yeah. body, and yeah. all you could see is like uh, his tailbone, mm-hmm. like wiggling and everything. Yeah. Oh, creepy as hell! Went under the bed, and you're like, oh, oh my, my god, god. Somebody, we gotta go get that thing. <laughs> you suck, dude. I'm gonna sleep tonight. Oh, at some point, it was gross, sure. man. Yeah. Uh, but it was such a fun movie in that <sighs> aspect. Obviously, it wasn't as good. The first one was was really good. I mean, it was one of the best movies, horror movies of all time, by, yeah. uh, by the great Toby Hooper and yep. Steven Spielberg had a lot of pull on that movie. Right. But uh, Poltergeist 2, once again, it was done really... I, I think the first Poltergeist was probably 82 or 83. So this mm. was 86. It didn't wait a long time. Obviously, they couldn't use the older sister, but everyone else came back from this uh, for this movie. Mm. Yeah. And I love that they used uh, the old woman. Zelda? 
Uh, Zelda the came back, side. but also the old woman from uh, Arthur. I don't know if you remember Arthur with Dudley Plus Moore. Yeah. Uh, played the, uh, remember his mom or grandmother that had yeah, all the money? Yeah, yeah, she yeah, was yeah, the yeah, one yeah, that okay. uh, died at the beginning of Poltergeist right. 2 that huh. c- communicated with Carol Ann. Yeah. Uh, with it. it. It was a great movie, but it had those creepy moments that you really kind of uh, got to enjoy and love from the Poltergeist. Absolutely. Flicks. I never saw the reboot. Have you ever seen it? The one with Sam? Uh, I have it here somewhere. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah. And it has the great Sam Rockwell in it, and that still doesn't do it for me. I don't think I can see it. I don't. I, I really don't do uh, reboots unless they're a hack and slash. Yeah, that's it, true. It, it's, that's it's true. a quick hour and a half. I don't have to really yeah. follow. A story or unless I hear, around. "Hey, this is really yeah." You gotta well. check this one yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. I hear it, and that was not the case, what I, from what I gather from the Poltergeist people were or like, it shouldn't have had to be." Charles play here the same thing. Uh, I hear it's more the problem with that funny. is, why reboot something that you could put the original on and it and it still holds, it holds up? up. Exactly. That first one holds up hardcore, oh, yeah. man. More really, than, more than most, and so does the original yeah. Child's Play. Why would you redo? Absolutely, you don't have to redo that. I'm looking at it right now. You got it on your floor. What are you talking about? <laughs> Want to take it with you? Take it. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet, so I can't rip into it. But yeah, uh, yeah I've heard different things about it. Yeah, so. me too. All right, number one, man. This is a big dog. What you got? All right. Well, I just told you, destroy all monsters. It's <laughs> You're not putting destroy all monsters. Is the connect can consider a sequel? I suppose. I guess it could. They're all sequels. <laughs> They're aren't all they? sequels to the original. <laughs> and it's it's hard because it's Godzilla. Hey, I love destroy all Japan. monsters. I'm not doing that. Right. Come on. <laughs> all right, this is my uh, my curveball. 1935. Oh, really? Bride of Frankenstein. Nice. Come on, baby. Really nice. Yeah, best fr- best friggin' sequel ever. It it really is the best sequel ever. It is. It I, had it I had to be it. mentioned. Uh, the original Frankenstein was phenomenal. It really it, was. It, it, it was lighting. It was it was just acting. It was making you feel free, feared and feared for your life. And then now you have him and his bride. Yeah. And and he feels so scared. Yeah. So now he's more unstable in my eyes, and, and now you get her running around, and you get the other. Was scientist. it the same? Uh, uh, was Doctor Frankenstein the same actor? Yeah, Did yeah, he was the same yeah. actor. Uh, Colin Clive. Yeah, yeah. And it was still uh, Long Cheney that played, uh, or Boris Karloff. Boris, Boris Karloff. Karloff yeah, played he was him, so yeah. Because eventually they they switched the actor. It was first. I think it was Bill Lugosi. Strange. First. What was his name? His uh, name was um, something um, strange. Um, uh, John, no. His uh, last name was definitely strange. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Because that's who he played him in, like. A lot of the older yeah, stuff yeah. Uh, later on in uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Yeah, because yeah. Long Chaney gave it up after a while. Yeah, he only did two. Or not Long Chaney. Poor Charles. He only did two. And, but he also played the mummy. It's weird. I was yeah. telling my wife this the other day because I just happened to be playing uh, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. How uh, for a while there, Bella, uh, Bella Lugosi always played Dracula, but these were all done by like three or four guys. Long right. Chaney and then right. Long Chaney Jr. That's all took Universal over the had. mantle. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was Boris, Bela uh, Lon Chaney. Uh, Lon Chaney uh, Sr. was like early, early. Yeah, he, early, He's early. the original Phantom. Yeah, yeah so the you, original Phantom. really far back. Yeah. But. I just watched that too. I had it on. I forgot how yeah. long that was. Yeah. It's like an hour and 50 minutes. I was yeah. like, this movie could have been an hour and a half. Black and white. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it tough was to good. Watch. It's one of those great movies to have on the background, but then play like heavy metal music. Yeah, you have to have yeah. something else going on. Re- really it's, good. It's tough. Yeah. But uh, the bride was was so much better. The acting was fun. The, yeah, I'm the glad action. you picked this because we, we don't talk many black and white films. Uh, oh, yeah. I can go really deep with a lot of black and white films, but the, uh, Dave can go a little deep. Justin's not uh, as well versed with his black and whites, not yet. At no, least. black and whites are my gravy. I, I mean, I, I love I, it. I watched that shit growing up. Yeah, I could um, talk the, Universal monsters. The all scariest day long. part of this movie was the other scientist. The other scientist was freaky as hell. Oh yeah, he I had totally all like, had the crazy, crazy experiments. The ones like he had all the little jars. He had like three or four little midget people that he yeah. created himself. Like not even midget people. These are like like six or twelve inch figures, characters yeah. that he made. 
and he had them living in like little jars. Yeah, people yeah. forget about that. Yeah, I I love the reaction that she had when she first oh, saw him. The, man. the horror and yeah. just that's what you created me for. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. It's crazy. She yeah. was great in that. I just yeah. saw this. And great... She was she was actually she was the one who played um um uh, Mary Shelley in the very beginning of the movie. Oh really? Yeah, they had her play like they were doing this whole little sequence where they made her sound be the the creator of Frankenstein. And if you watch her later, it's the same same. Actress. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and right. I just recently saw a behind the scenes picture with her fully in makeup, like with like a compact in her hand, like touching her own makeup oh, yeah, up and everything. Yeah, and nice. it's, it's really great, man. Yeah, I I love the Universal horror movies. Nothing like them. They, they really are. It, it is I don't think a lot of people love did. them as much as we do. The figures, I mean, yeah, beyond yeah, the, the movies, coast, just yeah. I know for you, if you if you're at the flea market and you see something from the Universal monster movies that you don't it. have, you have I, to. I get have it. to have it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Sealed, open, I don't care. Yeah, I have to have it. So considering Universal Monsters is just a branch off a little bit. So yeah, we've uh, the the classic ones. We've got Dracula, the Wolfman, Creature Frankie. from the Black Lagoon, Frankenstein, Mummy, Phantom of the Opera, and Mummy, and yep. probably Invisible the Man. Invisible Man, yep. and maybe to a certain extent, maybe even Doctor Jekyll. I would say. Yeah, they, uh, they never did. Do, they never did Doctor Jekyll. Yeah, N- there was no Doctor Jekyll in the universe. Yeah, in the in the universe never. itself, they never really did. Them. So the best one was Spencer Tracy. Yeah, Spencer Tracy's mm-hmm. Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde is holy shit. Did you good. Uh, you have the uh, the those legacy collections that came out yeah. at that one time? I got Man, all. How great were those? Yeah, I got I got I got them sealed with the uh, statue. I'm, I'm telling you, if you, and those are hard to find. If you ever come across, they're these great. Uh, those characters we just named they each have a dvd dedicated mm-hmm. to them and three to in five most movies. cases the the sequels are better than the original and yeah. a lot of those yeah the wolfman one you know it was one of the most impressive ones for me was the invisible man the first one was good yeah but that the daughter the second, of the one was it, so great yeah, man yeah. and the son of them and they always have like the uh the son of the werewolf or the son of dracula and right. everything and th- those were fun the uh werewolf versus uh Frankenstein. Frankenstein was one uh, of yeah, my Wolf, favorites. Wolfman Frankenstein. Wolfman versus awesome. Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was Baylor playing Frankenstein and Lon Chaney still playing Wolfman. So what were your uh and I have this discussion with uh <laughs> not as many people as I wish as I ha- had because not a lot of people are, are are fans of them but uh how are you on the Hammer films? You you oh big God. fan of the Hammer films? Hammer is awesome. Now if you're the not Hammer if you're is, not aware it's shit. it's basically like Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing. Yeah, I mean they ran that whole yes, franchise yes. basically. Hound of the Baskervilles is, is a movie that not, not many people know. I play yeah. at the shop all the time like what what is this? Yeah, this is how it basketball. You gotta the, watch the Curse it. of Dracula. And, yes, uh, oh, he was, he was Dracula. He hissed. Yeah. He uh, hissed Dracula a lot. AD. He all bloody as all shit. And yeah, he was fun. The, Christopher from, Lee was for me. The Curse man. of the Mummy is even better than the Universal Mummy. Oh, by uh, far. Yeah, by far. That one probably more so than any. So we're the, probably getting that. We're we're probably geeking out a little too hard. So the Hammer films were basically the British. Universal. Kind of universal monster yes. movies. They, they were they were bloodier. They were yep. in color for the first technicolor. Yep. for the first time. And they ever. they altered the scripts a great and deal. I I went back and forth with this. I could not put a Hammer film in this because I don't know which one I would have picked. Oh really? Because they're not really sequels to me. They're they're offshoots. They're offshoots. But they're still they're awesome. We'll do maybe the next time we come up we'll do like a universal you could, kind you, of. You uh, could do a Hammer universal film. Hammer. I mean, yep. you could even do just a Hammer film one. We really because it's like twenty five movies. They're really good too. Yeah. Uh, check them out, man. I have a lot of them on digital just because they're really hard to find yep. any other way. Uh, but I have a good amount of them. The uh, the Curse of the Mummy is definitely one of my favorites. And, and like Eric said, 
Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee play so many different characters. Yes. And if you're a Christopher Lee fan, and a lot of people probably just know him as the Lord of the Rings guy, yep. you know, yep. in a yep. lot of his films. Sar- uh, Saruman. He played so many different monsters. I mean, yep. what, he played Dracula, he played the mummy. He played Frankenstein. He played Frankenstein. He never played Wolfman. Uh, never played Wolfman. I, I do love that Italian Curse of the Werewolf uh, yep. film. Really good. The best Hammer movie. Was a really great you got to check this one out. It's uh, the House of Drip Blood. It's three short tales. I don't wrapped, think I've even seen that. Wrapped one. around a house. Oh, really? And it's everyone goes in the house and they all have a different story. I have it on DVD and Blu-ray. It is so. Awesome. It is available on DVD. Yeah. 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 I'll it's an easy one. Check it out. House of Drip Blood. I'll I'll have it at the shop all day tomorrow. Oh, cool. It, that'll be yeah, planned. we'll play it. Yeah, you're gonna need, you're gonna see this one. It is an awesome movie. Three short stories wrapped around a house that a uh, um, mortgage, um, um, you know, a salesman. I, I, um, like a realtor? A realtor. Yeah, trying, yeah. He's trying to sell this house, and every time he tries to sell it, he's got a different... Um, and does he know what, the, what this house is like? Uh, kind of messed up? Yeah. Uh, don't yeah. ruin the, the 40-year-old movie for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40-year-old <laughs> movie. It's probably more like 60-years-old movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> most of the Hammer films came out... Were they the 50s? It was 50s. Yeah, 60s, in the 50s? Yeah. 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 yeah, some 70s. Yeah. Yeah, they had a run there, and I don't know if they have like a box set. Of, that's what they need, man. They need a Criterion box yeah, set of all the Hammer yeah, films. Definitely. Because they're... Hammer's the shit. Yeah. They really go really wide. Like you said, I that's probably in the 20s. Of, of all those movies and each one of them are good they all have redeeming qualities from yeah. them and they all have that same feel because they were done at the same time and they were done I think most of them were probably done overseas I don't think they, they were all done overseas yeah. and they were 10 years after the uh, the 10, 15, 20 yeah. years after the, the original I wonder if they had to deal with like a logistical and kind of like uh, lawyers to try to uh get them for the right you, you can't do Frankenstein we already yeah, did it's that like the Nosferatu the yeah. thing it's like alright we, it won't yeah. be Bram Stoker it'll be Bram Poker no, wor- no worries <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah or, uh, Count War- uh, Orlock is what Count they called him instead of Count Dracula well Count Orlock was actually yeah. the uh, wax museum up in Salem no, really yeah that place is awesome did you ever uh, see Shadow of Vampire the Willem Dafoe yeah loved it <gasps> so good man loved it I so good yeah, I don't yeah. Know. if you haven't seen Shadow of the Vampire and it's, it's a great take yeah. on one of those early kind Max of Shrek films Max Shrek man the great Willem Dafoe and uh uh, John uh, Malkovich yeah and Carrie oh. Elway I love Carrie Elway in it man that it's such a dark oh. ending man yeah where they yeah, were dude. like this is how far we will go to make our film we don't give a shit if she's an actress feed him to her <laughs> <laughs> feed her to him yeah have at it <laughs> really great yeah so definitely check out the Hammer films that's that's one of those rare ones that we might do a pod later on and it might be just to us but I have no problem with that yep. I'll talk ha- uh, Hammer horror films all day long Bride of Frankenstein Bride of Frankenstein really good man all right, so my number one. That, that I, was a wild horse. Come on. You didn't see that one coming. No, it was good. It was really good. You pulled that one out. Uh, this one was, I have really fond memories of my dad handing me like $5 and say, go to Video Junction and rent me all the Omen films. Oh. And at this time, there were three of them. And they yeah. were, uh, and they were, they yeah. were all fantastic. Goosebumps instantly. Yeah. I was Goosebumps. Like, Holy I, shit. I love I love Damien, man. Mm-hmm. Omen 2, for me, I love favorite. the first one. This is my favorite. Yeah. This is I, my favorite of the first I absolutely loved absolutely. it. Yeah. And I hadn't seen it for about 20 years when I watched it probably like three weeks ago. I watched it no at, around Halloween. Because oh, I watched it with my dad a lot. Times, and yeah. I remembered everything as it happened. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Yep. And uh, I even made notes here. Let me uh, pull this up because I didn't want to miss any of the really great kind of... There were so many great death scenes in this oh, movie, Oh, yeah, man. yeah. And yeah. this kid was perfectly cast. And, and the idea yep. that going into Oh, he looked just like him. He looked just like him. another Lance Henriksen. He played the the military guy. So basically what's happening is we already know the the brilliance. Damien Thorne is the... Antichrist. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and they're protecting We him. really have to thank the great Richard Donner for not killing him at the end of Omens. So yeah. Just yeah. left it kind of in the open. Open. Yep. To, you know, he turned around and he back. smiled and kind of like. like yep. That little kid just yeah. smiled and waved. I he, love the actor that played him in this movie. I don't think he, was he went on to do on. many other things. but Nothing. He uh, couldn't have. He was made for this role. Yeah, role. I love the fact that, so we already, uh, from watching the first one, we know Damien Thorne comes from money. His father was the ambassador to in Great Britain there. Playing and the he's, great, he's uh, spoken great, great upon in the Bible. Yep. You know. And uh, he he found out that his son was the Antichrist, and he went to kill him, and the cops killed him before he could uh, insert all those uh, knives into him. Yep. And uh, I love the fact that he... It just makes sense that he would go live with his uh, with his aunt, um, his cousin. Yeah, you know, it just and they would raise him, and uh, they were at the whole movie was basically at the military academy, yeah. and so he could uh, become who he becomes in number three, which is the great Sam Neill. Yeah. One of the, or, the without a doubt, the first thing I saw in Sam Neill in was uh, the Omen three. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think I saw him in anything I can't else think before, before that. that. I can't think no. of anything other no. than, like, I mean, obviously he blew up when he was in Jurassic Park, and Dead Calm was another big one that I think he kind of really took off. Yep, Dead in, Calm. Uh, oh, wow. But uh, it, he was great in The Omen 3. Mm-hmm. But with The Omen 2, man, it had that great 70s feel, because this was 1978. And wow. There was a lot of great horror movies in the 70s that had a, uh, a certain tone to it that was, uh, they were on a cusp of... Uh, discovering special effects and really uh the ways to kill people that we've seen living in the modern times now we've seen people a million times getting killed this way but in the 70s it was kind of ingenious to be able to do some of the scenes in it so some of the ones i have listed here uh let's go uh and we'll we'll touch on a a couple of these since you know it so well too yeah the the bird scene man oh the the crows yeah and the, the woman who is kind of uh Unlike in the first one, in the first one, uh, is familiar. Uh, was yes. she from Beetlejuice? Yeah, oh, she... that girl. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the uh, the recorder and uh, the the reporter that he gets. Oh, the, oh, the crow oh okay, gets okay, on okay, the okay, my bad. I thought you were talking with the aunt. Yeah, okay. I, and I noticed that. Yeah, she was from Beetlejuice, yeah. the one that has the hole yeah. in the throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, remember the familiar in yes. the first one was a Rottweiler. Yeah, and uh, yep. I think it was again in number three. I think eventually he went back to a Rottweiler. Yeah, you're right. Nail. You're right. But in the second one, it was a it was crow. A crows. Yeah, and it was really interesting. And so. Oh my! I, and yeah, it wasn't see, really on the behest of Damien. A lot of times, it was like it was the crow uncalled. had the yeah, a mind was, of his I'm own. I'm just gonna do this for, for you. Yeah, you, I know way. what's yeah. a danger yeah. to you, so I'll take this it is out. Be for, for, for the right for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, all for you. <laughs> I had some trash can <laughs> man moments from the stand. It's all for you. It's all for you. <laughs> but uh, I. So what happens was is the reporter is on the street and uh, the she ends up getting in, a, in like almost like a slight fender bender. She she gets out of the car yeah. and the crow just attacks her on the Inside, street just and pecking at her. immediately takes her eyes yeah, out and yeah. then she blindly walks into the street and in the, right and, and straight out of Devil's Rejects. Yeah, yeah, straight out of Devil's Rejects <laughs> right or, or like a yeah. pet cemetery where yeah. a big semi out yep. of nowhere just pummels her man ah oh, oh, it was, was so brutal. intense and they kind of showed it like a couple times didn't they yeah it was it was it nasty, wasn't just, man. A, just a boom it was, and yeah you were like all right obviously they're not going to get any worse than that and yeah <laughs> no and there were several there like, was two of them with the uh, worst than i can think one of. of them really scared me as a hell as a kid living up here uh up in massachusetts is the ice scene man 
because oh, it's, yeah. it's one of those things that you always have to worry about going on the ice. Yeah, because it gets uh, warm and cold too yeah, often. So you yeah. don't know if the ice is safe until you see other people on it. I don't yeah. know who's the guinea pig to go out there. Personally, <laughs> back in the day, if there wasn't a vehicle on the ice, I wasn't going on the ice. Because if there's a vehicle I, on I was, the ice... I was never on the ice. Really? You, you never, never went on it? No. I felt pretty safe if I saw like a car parked on the ice. It, if no. a car was parked on the ice, you kind of got that the idea. That made me less safe because I know they got 2,000 pounds of sport in that shit. <laughs> well, that's... How, for my mind, it was like, all right, the ice must be thick enough for us to go yeah, to. Yeah, but it. it's already time to crack. I think the fuck <laughs> is like, ah, fuck that. See, I'm yeah, not going the on glass no. half empty type of guy, man. <laughs> have, you, have we met? <laughs> have we met? Hello, I'm Eric. Yeah. Hey, here's my name tag. So It's right, right on there. So, uh, and there's several movies where they've done this I have a really... few people you can ask about that one, too. <laughs> uh, they've done this in several movies, but there is something inherently creepy as hell, especially if you live in, like, winter states yeah. with the ice. And yeah. falling through the ice and the current moving so yes. fast. You're, you're going to be pulled out of that suck hole that you would be pulled yeah. out of. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing falling through and then having someone no, just not, reach down and grabbing you up. Now you're stuck six inches. And, yeah. And they're not going to get you up. And I, I mean, and, and it's creepy enough, but when you get pulled away from the hole yeah. so yep. far that, so that people fucked. are trying to break the ice to try yep. to get you out, yep. and obviously it's got like a thickness to it already that's that normal like fists are not going to break that yeah. ice so it was now, you need a sharp object and if you, you don't if that's not yeah. ready you're, it, you're it's fucked. almost to the point where you see it happening you're like well he's fucked yeah i mean what can we do yeah i mean yeah you just gotta have we'll, to we'll try we'll try to punch yeah. on it but that's yeah. that's what we're gonna be able stick to, to the man-made rinks people <laughs> that's that, all my, my all i my, can say to you my my toughest death in that is probably the um the, the freight the freight car oh the freight car i got that on the list good yeah that, uh that, that that was a difficult uh, one yeah man. so tell tell us what happens in that scene oh did they just realize like it was the uncle that's right it was the uncle who, who was with his who was with his friend yeah yeah he, he realized what's going on and he they're, they're running away <laughs> that's dangerous in an omen movie to yeah. realize what's going it on it wasn't the uncle it was the friend I that's think. right it was the yeah, friend who brought him there and he just kind of got next to the the freight car and when he does it, it kind of catches him and goes back towards the other freight car that's yeah. behind it and he, he just gets severed. Yeah, mid-waste. he's just like standing in the middle of it yeah. and everything, and it Boom. just severs the hell out of him. Yeah. Oh, it was creepy, man. That for, was a tough one. For me, and, and this was the one, I'm not sure if my uh, wife watched this when I, with me when I watched it, but I can tell you right now, it was it would have been the scene that bothers her the most. The elevator? It's the, uh, the elevator. Yeah, she no. has oh. constant dreams of elevator things, so every yeah, time oh, an yeah. elevator thing comes every on. Every time I get on an elevator, I think of this yeah. scene. And I go on an elevator almost every night from yeah. my route when I do it. And I Isn't kind of, uh, uh, Carter? Uh, 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 Meshach Taylor. Is the uh, the guy Misha Taylor? He was in a um, a show called like Carter or something. Uh, he was uh, famously was in uh, Designing Women. He was in something else. He, yeah, he he was been in several things. I think that's what really got him known was uh, he was also a mannequin, right? I think Mannequin was the other movie. Yeah, he was yeah, in. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was on like a TV show. Yeah. This was oh, one of the oh, first oh, things he did, though. So he played like one of the. Uh, it was like one of the guys that worked at the factory that the Thorns yep. own or something. Yeah. So he gets in this elevator, and uh, oh man, he, he it's, knows, it's a bad he, elevator. He, he scene. knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what's up, and he's going to report this shit. So what happens is the elevator cable uh, like kind of breaks, and the elevator falls. If that's not horrible enough that the elevator falls, yeah. you know that it's going to hit the ground. I mean that. There's a slight chance that you'll live through it, I suppose. Yeah. And then what happens is and the cable from it, a... It, well, it hits first. Yeah, it and hits he, first. And then he lives. And yeah. Like, <laughs> Everything's all right. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe I made it through that. I get to the, brag when, uh, yep. to people that I survived an elevator uh, accident. No. Well, the cable from above just comes through the elevator and cuts him at the waist straight in half. <laughs> 
Yeah. Straight in half. It was like one of the most grotesque things that you did not see on a 1978 flick, man. I mean, this was one of those mm-hmm. things that you were super surprised that they showed. Yeah. And it was it was, it was really brutal. intense and it was brutal. It was fun. I mean, it must have been fun as hell to like film and do that type of thing. But when yeah. you see it on the film, man, it's, they really kind of amped it up from uh, The Omen. And The Omen had some great scenes. I mean, that scene where uh, David Warner got decapitated by the piece of glass. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. next level. That was, that was, that was one of the best, yeah. It, it was really, really good. That one, the uh, nanny pops out the window and she's like, it's all for you, Oh, Damien. it's all for you. And, and for me, even that, uh, the the digging up of the scene in the graveyard and yeah. you see the baby uh, skeleton. Shocked and then and all of a sudden the, uh, the, 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 the jackal. Hy- like yeah, the, the hyenas or whatever. The hyenas yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, or they the, were jackals. And they were being attacked by like Rottweilers and that too, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. It was all different dogs or something? Yeah. Yeah. That was a creepy scene. Yeah, I, I love the first one. And the, the only other one I have on here is when he uh, he kills his own cousin, man. Oh. In, in the woods when he kills his cousin and he his blows family. blows up his brain. Yeah. Blows up his... Bright burn. He just... Yeah, he totally... He just bright burned him. Damn, it's brutal. (laughs) That's how we're we're coining that phrase there now. He just holds his neck and it's just like he's got a freaking uh, necklace on. Like, um, what was the movie? Running Man? Yeah. The necklace just basically blew up his head. It might as well have been. And you didn't see it, but you knew what happened. It was one of the few times he he did feel bad at that point, didn't he? He, Yeah, he screamed. Yeah, he screamed. screamed And that's what kind of brought the uh, the mother and the father. Yeah. And into the uh because they were like i don't think we're going through the walk in the woods or something like they but they were ahead of the parents they're way ahead yeah. uh so i mean this was well the kid his... knew the, his cousin knew yep, he knew his what cousin he was knew. So he, yep. it was another so, option and he he did give him an option though i mean you can uh you can be with me you or... can be with me you yeah. know this is all right for both I, of us i know us, you're evil so fuck you i know man so that, that teaches you when your cousin comes out to you that you're the antichrist maybe you should go with him so mm-hmm. i expect that if you if you're really <laughs> If I reveal something to you, unknown the, the tomorrow. look I just gave him, <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah, I, I loved it, man. It, it yeah. really was one of the better sequels to the movie that probably, if not a lot of people know or even have seen. You know? Right. Well, final final conflict is great too. It, great, it really great is. Scenes. I, All three of them were good. And you they, can really find they have a box set, a really good like Scream Factory box set, which includes four too, which I uh, I can't remember it's, for. It's a girl. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's it's a little girl. I must have seen it at They're some point. They're trying to start fresh. Was it not good at all? Um, I don't like what I saw, but it was like The Awakening. The Awakening. When yeah. was it? Was it like, uh, was it, was it real modern or was it? Uh, Mid, uh, late 80s maybe, yeah. early 90s. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I, that's totally my number one. I really enjoyed it. Did you yeah. have any uh, honorable mentions on your list uh, that we can just honestly, mention the, real quick? Honestly, Destroy All Mots is, I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> it's not, it's, it, it's yeah. not a horror movie, but it's, it's one of the best sequels of, um, to, to, to the original Godzilla, Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's probably the best. That yeah. and uh, that Mecha Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, was no really doubt. good. I had a, a couple honorable mentions. Uh, uh, Blade Two, which we had touched on yep. a little bit earlier. Absolutely. Uh, there, I could have went to to several different Halloween movies. Uh, yeah. I, four, I have a special love for because we that was kind of ours. Yeah, you know when yeah, we, the we, first one we, we, we watched that on. wasn't in the theater. You know, right, we right. had already we didn't have a chance obviously to see number three in the theater and. Uh, and it was revitalizing the franchise. We were finally excited to see Michael again, and yep. uh, so that was definitely kind of on my list. Uh, Obviously, Friday Four, which was Friday ori- Four, that was the original Men of Hatchet, Men of Hatchet, the uh, Hatchet Two and Three. I could have done either one of those. Yep. I I didn't know which one I would have put there. I probably would have put two. Uh, but man, I love three. My favorite scene from two is when he's uh, screwing that girl from behind. Man, 
Oh, okay. and he gets killed. And yeah, she, yeah. And he thinks he's still he's, he's still got a couple uh, like yeah. thrusts in him and yeah, everything. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucked up. That, that was, was good. funny, man. That was good. And I love how they worked uh, Candyman. How they worked uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tony Todd. Uh, Tony Todd. How yep. they worked Tony Todd in there. Yeah. Thought it was ingenious. The third one uh, working Zach Galligan and the uh, great yep. uh, Danielle Harris, who was also in number two, right? Yeah. Yeah, two. Yep. I I, th- I love that she kind of stuck with the horror franchise. Well, she stuck with. Uh, Adam Green too. Yeah, Adam Green. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people yeah. love him, man. I, yeah. I hear that people that work. With he him was awesome. Want to work with him? He was the other guy we met at the uh, Comic Con. Yeah. He was the nicest yep. guy. I mean, I, I I I said it already. I cannot say enough about Adam Green. Yeah, he and awesome, he, awesome. He guy. hasn't even done his best thing yet, so I'm sure no. he's got like uh, no. several uh, things. So the if you don't know the Hatchet franchise, though, I mean, you really should check him out. Absolutely. I, I didn't much care for Victor Crawley, but I mean. At the end of the day, you still get another Hatchet film. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But no, the, the I, I first three, all. I really, really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, it, it's not like I them. disliked uh, um, Victor Crowley, but, you know. It, it was what you expected. Good. No, yeah. no, you waited that long and you expected something more and it wasn't what it was. Yeah, it wasn't. What they, I, I liked it. For I me, they just didn't use him as much or show him enough on no, screen. No, 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 It no. was more like, are they ever going to leave this airplane? Oh, we're just going to stay in this airplane yes, the whole movie? Yes, yes, but it's still Kane. That's one of those, uh, we don't have enough money to do a lot of this, so no, we're just going to well, keep well, it here in the yeah, set. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I get it. I get it how that works and everything. I uh, could have easily put, I just recently talked about Final Destination 2, but that uh, that opening scene from Final Destination 2 just really gives me the willies yeah. uh, so much that it has to be on there as one, uh, one of the better sequels, too. I agree. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Anything else on the? Uh... Um, you know, I, I throw Aliens Three up there because ah, uh, it's, it's a great, great horror movie, but it's, it's also one of more, more of an action. Yeah. But I didn't want to really mention that one. Gritty no. as hell. I love the fourth one. I thought. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, oh. Alien Four with Ron Perlman. One, two, Man. and four. Yep. Yeah. Three. And... Oh, I thought you said three. I think you did say three. Alien three? You meant you meant four. Alien Three. Yeah, Alien Three. Uh, two. Oh, two. There you go. I, aliens. I, 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 aliens. There you go. Yeah, yeah you really said like... three. No. I think it was good. We did you see this. the director's cut of it? That was David Fincher who did uh, oh, really? Alien 3. So no. it was one of his first movies before I, he did 7 and Fight Club and everything. Okay. But there's a director's cut that includes like 45 minutes more of it. Aliens is what I meant to say. <laughs> I, I have had well, maybe it's drinks. because you haven't seen the director's cut, man. It, it brings it all together. <laughs> Phantasm 2. Phantasm 2 for sure, and man. Hellraiser 2. Yeah, we mentioned both those movies before in previous pods we've done. It's the only reason I kept them off. If, yeah, yeah, If me we too. hadn't, they would have yeah, been on there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I love, and a lot of people really love the first Phantasm more than 2, but man, 2 no, was No, 2 great, was way man. better. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, more uh, of the balls. Yeah, and you got more Reggie, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Reggie was badass in that yeah, movie, was. man. And Reggie Benson. I mean, you fuse man. those two sawed-off shotguns together and you shoot all four, you shoot four of those little guys all at once, I'm in, man. Uh, and what was the other one you said other than Phantasm 2? Uh, Hellraiser 2. Hellraiser 2. Oh, I just recently talked about that when I, uh, in our Halloween pod, there was, uh, we had a round where uh, it was scenes that make you squirm, and I picked the scene on the mattress when they brought her oh, back God. to life, man. When they gave the cutter yeah. the razor blade. Oh. Uh, when her arms and legs came out of that mattress yeah. and like got him. That was probably the most bloody scene I had seen, up until that point at least. Right, I mean, right. Probably has been beaten since then, but man. 
I had I, I mentioned on the the pod that I had a girlfriend that that was her favorite movie of all time. Not just favorite horror movie. Really, she loved Hellbound Did more she than any other movie. No, you would think you would think you would have at least some r- really kind of fucked up thing going on in your right. life that that's your favorite movie. Right. Uh, I love that with the uh, with the doctor that was so obsessed that he wanted he to wanted be a Cenobite. Yeah, yeah. It was creepy, man. Yeah. I even like the third one. I thought Hell on Earth was good. It was good. After that, they kind of went no, off the rails. It was one through three, and that that's all I could do. The fourth one, I think, was somewhat. Was that the space one? Was that the first one when they went to space? It could have been. I'll watch any of them. If yeah, on TV, I know. I'll watch I mean, them, but they're not on TV. Was anymore. it always Doug uh, um, Bradley? Doug Bradley yeah, doing it? He yeah. did. Yeah, I think he was always. Pinned I think he. I'm surprised they haven't tried to revitalize that career and done or I've revitalized that, that series. franchise. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it was true. it was pretty unique. Clive Barker's kind of uh, yeah. He's little, got his, his own. The problem edge. with that is there is a lot of Clive Barker books out there that they have not made into movies yet, and I cannot believe mm. it. Like I don't really? know if uh, I read a bunch of them, like Weave World. Uh, I did hear that they're making the books of blood, which is no uh, kidding. Uh, yeah, I heard that might be a Hulu or an Amazon. Someone bought them either Hulu like or series? Amazon. Bought them. Is they're gonna do it as a series, which is ingenious. Nice. But like Cabal, nice. I mean, Nightbreed oh, is Night both Breed. one of our yeah. favorite movies, yep. man. And uh, I can't say enough about that, too. No. That's a whole nother pod, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a whole pod. <laughs> that's a whole pod in itself. I'll talk about that for now. So, yeah, so that uh, that kicks it for the uh, for the horror sequels for this week. I think next week we have uh, 70s action, and then we have a, uh, a Thanksgiving Day wildcard pod where we're all allowed to pick whatever movie we want. Oh, nice. Which is great because uh, for me, you know I'm going to pick horror, Justin's going to pick action or comedy, and Dave's going to pick drama and more movies. We already know that, but maybe we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll throw somebody for a loop. I already know like two or three of my wild wildcard episodes are fun, man, because you can kind of go all over the place whatever and pick you want. those random stuff out. So it's Anything really goes. Cool. It's Thunderdome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Thunderdome style. <laughs> and then, yeah, we have a lot of good episodes all the way up till the end of the year, so you definitely should tune in for it. And next time I come up, we are definitely will be doing another horror movie, uh, horror pod with uh, with Eric here, so I'm glad you're uh, you're always game to do one of these Absolutely. when we come up, man. They're fun. Hosty, I love it. Hosty Dupree. Yeah. So uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can check us out on Facebook, uh, Fascinating with Films. You want to check us out on, uh, if you want to shoot us an email, if you want to, if you're dying to talk... Oh wow! Someone someone has made an appearance on the pod. <laughs> that sounds a lot more evil than it really is. <laughs> She's an awesome cat. I just had to lift her. <laughs> That's Sorry, perfect really. for the horror pod. <laughs> if you wanna, uh, what was I gonna say? The uh, email. If you're dying to talk to Justin, shoot him up. Just uh, at fascinated with films at. Uh, gmail.com yeah that's what it is or if you want to leave us a like or a comment on either our two platforms iTunes or SoundCloud we'd appreciate it that would be great but until next time Land of Electronics Southeastern yep or I have nothing else to plug except Fascinated with Films check us out give us a like so until next time see ya later everybody dies but us we get to carry on and plan the sequel cause let's face it baby these days You gotta have a sequel!